today's show, what's going on? We celebrate the fifth anniversary of Whackpacker Medicated Pete revealing his large penis. Come on, hurry no, up. Come on. Right. Zipper. All right. Ready? All right, take it out. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for your bravery. Now, please put it away. That's a big one. Is it? Yes. Let me see that, for, Pete. You know, that's him flaccid. Liz Cheney's like the most conservative woman, a politician, man or woman, uh, ever. Like, at some weird 94% rating saying she was the most conservative and, you know, very, very, but, you know. She, yeah, but what she's, she's dealing with is not conservatism. No. she And she went ahead and she goes, hey, you know, man, I... I love all you guys, but you're, you've gone off the deep end. You're you're telling all the idiots out there that the election wasn't fair, that it was rigged, and you know, all of the judges looked at the so-called evidence. Everybody reviewed all the votes. Republicans reviewed the votes. Republican judges reviewed the and votes. And governors and all kinds of Republican officials. Thank you need to. Vote. You need to kind of knock it off already because we have people now who are all tweaked. And, uh, you know, and it's getting out of control, so you need to be normal and stop, you know, bowing to um, Heil Trump, you know, El well, Duce. you need to be good human beings and find a citizens and say the truth. Yeah, stop being afraid to say the truth. And so she, uh, so they're going to, like, kick her out of her position. She has a high-ranking position in the Republican Party. She's still, you know, she's still in... She's still in office, but she can't have her her highfalutin job in the Republican Party. And she's like, you know, well, fuck they you say guys. she's going to lose the seat, too. I mean, she comes from a district that is highly steeped in the fantasy that Trump won the election. Yeah. It's very, very strange to me. It's it's as if these guys are saying, you know, look, if we don't win an election, that means it was rigged because I remember when Trump was running the first time against Hillary Clinton, the whole time he was whining. The the election is rigged because, you know, all the polls had him losing. So he was trying to save face. So he'd go around. Just know if I lose, it's got to be rigged. It's rigged. I'm telling you, I have bigger crowds than her. There's so I, much voter fraud. I mean, he always yeah. said all of the stuff he says now, he right. said then. And then that night he won the election. And all of a sudden he was like, oh, uh, what? This is a valid election. <laughs> oh, this is a real election. I see. Okay, I won. And, you know, he, but he did, he was sure to say when people asked him about it, yeah, I, I won by more, actually, if you want to know the truth. They took away a few votes. But anyway, um, 
you know, it's just so weird, the whole logic. So this time he lost. And now he's like, well, the election is rigged. But the scary part is that all these, you know, jerk offs like Lindsey Graham and, and uh, Mitch McConnell, they're afraid of Trump. They're so afraid of this guy. They were afraid to say, hey, Donald, you lost the fucking election. Stop whining and being a baby. Run again if you want. But, um, you know, I don't even so, know why he's able to run again after yeah, I know. all of the antics. It's just it's like the system doesn't work. It doesn't. And like to me, it's really weird to see these hardcore Republican guys ready to throw away the entire democracy that we've built. It's just weird to me. It's 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 odd. Like they'd rather just say Trump won the election and make people not believe in voting. And now but, they're changing laws because Trump lost the election, but right. nothing was wrong with the election. Right. And they're saying, well, maybe we could rig the system. The very thing they're against, they're saying, maybe yeah. we could rig it so make it so hard for you to vote. That will be like communist Russia. Like, we'll have a vote, but it won't matter. I don't it know. I find it all very frightening. The other day, because in Arizona, yeah. you know, they're still counting the vote. I know. They have a commission. Uh, somebody's funding it. And yeah. they all sit there trying to find uh, ballots that don't belong in the count. And they still haven't found them. But they're well, still counting. Well, you know, on January 6th, a lot of Republicans were caught up in the moment and spoke out against Trump. They all got brave. And then all of a sudden they came back around to kissing his ass. They're so afraid of losing power. I guess once you get in the United States Senate, it must be so fucking great. You know, because I've heard the, the cafeteria and the perks are really good. It must be so great that they're willing to sell their souls. I mean, it's really weird. But at I the mean, same time, Howard, we're losing the cyber war. We're getting we're falling behind on various measures that China and others are racing ahead in. Our country is going to fail at some point yeah. because well, of this stupidity. And these guys don't care. And, you know, yeah. you talk about this cyber war, which is really scary. And they're saying we don't have the talent to fight the cyber war. We're American. We don't have the talent to fight the cyber war. And so Biden came out and said, look. Part of this infrastructure package I've put together is to build a better a way for us to fight the cyber war. We're going to encourage education in this area. We've got to have the top people doing this stuff to counter counteract what's going on. And everyone's like, no, we don't want to we don't want to put money into that. We don't want to spend that much money. (laughs) You don't want to spend that much money to save the country. But anyway, Liz Cheney got up and said, ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. And boy, if that ain't true. So I thought that was pretty great of her. And I'm a, I'm a fan of hers, much like I am a fan of Margaret Thatcher and, and people who do speak up and uh, speak their mind and, and seem to be rational. I never thought that I'd be praising someone for saying, hey, you know, just for speaking something that's so obvious. It's just not Stop some weirdo ridiculous. conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. You know, so it's weird. It's weird that I even have to praise someone for saying, hey, the election was OK. It was it was legit. Republicans said it. Democrats said it. Um, Rudy went around, went to all the courts, tried to present some evidence. And, you know, everyone with his wacky witnesses. <laughs> yeah, the witness. That was some witness. <laughs> and then the other one I'm not getting um, is, uh, I, I mean, I do. I'm so fascinated by formerly Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. Like, um, 
this is the weirdest story, you know. I mean, th- if there's ever a reason not to vote for someone, forget about transgender. I mean, t- I don't care what you are. I told you that. I'm for transgender. I don't care if you're gay, transgender, straight, whatever the fuck you are. I don't care. Don't care what your pronoun is. I don't care. I really don't care. I, th- I, I will th- use th- any th- of the pronouns you want. You know, if cutting your dick off and making a vagina makes you fucking happy, I'm happy for you. But this is the weirdest story. So they uh, they went up to Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know who, maybe TMZ, one of these people. I, I don't know. Somebody. Who's covering the Caitlyn campaign? Right. And they went. Uh, this so was on Kate, CNN. Said, was it on CNN? This is unbelievable. They, yeah. said, they said to Caitlyn, this is the easy questions when you're running. Did you vote in the last election? And here's what Caitlin said. You said you haven't talked to Trump at all about any of this? No. Did you vote for him in 2020? No. Who'd you vote for? Uh, I didn't even vote. Why? Uh, out here in California, it's like, why vote for a Republican president? It's just not going to work. I mean, it's overwhelming. Uh, and at the Did time... Did you vote down ticket? Uh, no, I was... No, I... Um, uh, it was voting day. <laughs> and I thought, the only thing... Out here in California that I worry about, which affects people, is the propositions that were out there. And I didn't see any propositions that I really had one side or the other. And so it was Election Day, and I just couldn't get excited about it. And I just wound up going to play golf, and I said, eh, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Um, so how do you get people excited to vote for you now that you want to be on the ballot? Because I'm cute and adorable. <laughs> so when I first heard this clip, I went, how could somebody present themselves seriously that they're running for governor and they didn't even bother to vote? I mean, the key question the woman asked him was, well, why do you expect people to go vote for you? And, and um, you know, and he says, because I'm cute, which really isn't true. And I, what? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think she's that hot, honestly. I'm big kiss, so I'll, I'll give her that. <laughs> oh, Excuse oh, me, hi, Howard. Caitlin. Yes, Caitlin. <laughs> First Let me all, just finish. Yes, let yeah. me just finish this thought for a second, Caitlin, and I, and I want to interview you. But you're talking shit. I know I am. Let me let me just say this. I got to get this thought out. This is amazing to me because when I first heard this clip, I went like, "Who would vote for someone who said, well, I didn't even bother to vote in the election because it doesn't matter anyway.' In other words, it, you can't you can't be taken seriously as a candidate. Why do you want to be a part of a system you don't even agree with? Right, right. Oh yeah, I didn't vote. I want you know I didn't vote for Trump so then I didn't vote. Well what do you mean? You got to take a stand. You know you, you got to choose from one of two guys. You got to. And then if you don't and then you go, "Well, I didn't vote." But here's the wackier thing. It turns out they checked the records and Caitlyn did vote. Caitlyn voted. Yes. And uh Stop it, Howard. Come on, come on. You're telling yeah. me she doesn't know she voted? I don't I I don't know what I'm telling you, but I do know she voted, you know, and the only thing I think of is like, you know, she was kind of dumb when she was Bruce. Just because you become a woman doesn't mean you're any smarter. Right, Caitlin? I mean, you didn't get any you didn't get a brain uh, transplant when you became a woman. No, I, I I mean, they track that stuff. You can you can tell when people voted. And I mean, <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but the easy but, I didn't but, but know Caitlin, that. Caitlin, the easy yeah. question was it's slam dunk. Did you vote or not? You go. I did right. not vote. And then you voted. 
I don't know how I was. I was playing golf. I turns out I was at a polling station or something. I, I, I have no. You know how it's these hormones. They they really fuck you up, man. I'm telling you. Did that <laughs> golf ball or club hit you in the head that day? I don't. Maybe yeah, that's a great one. That's a good. <laughs> you know, the good thing is I figured out finally. Now that I have, uh, you know, the hormones, I I figured out how to queef. You want to hear? Oh my God! You're saying right, you're, you with your new vagina, you can queef? Yeah, I hang on. You just gotta suck in the air. One second, and then you. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Robin. Uh, Robin, are you, the woman. Robin, are you supposed to shit yourself when you do that? No. <laughs> when you queef, you never shit oh your pants, God. Robin? <laughs> I think they're supposed to be separate. By the way, oh I think, uh, Caitlin, I think the hair extensions are tugging at your brain. That's the problem. How dare I mean, you? Uh, Hang on. I'm going to queef once more in protest. Go ahead. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, By the my way, God. My dog just keeled over. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this oh, is the first dear. candidate for governor to ever queef publicly. I got to hand it to you. That is pretty good. I, I Well, now I, she might get my vote. <laughs> yeah, me see too. See how cute I am? You see how cute I am and adorable? By the way, the... According to the polls, Caitlin, it says here you yeah. uh, currently have 6% of the vote. No, that's but six you're saying, there, you're saying there's a chance. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's a great that's way to a look start, at it. start, yeah. Yeah. Listen, well, I love it. I'm just going to keep doing you know. this. Oh. Can I say something to you? Your back? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not an expert in queefing, but it sounds like you just popped a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Sounds like I just shit my pants. Oh, <laughs> Did you really shit your God. pants? <laughs> There's something brown back there. I hope that's what uh, it is. Stop trying to queef, Caitlin. <laughs> How do you do it, Robin? Come on, teach uh, me. I don't queef either. Not every woman queefs. Oh, well, I'm just special then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you have your clothes on while you're trying to queef? Maybe take your panties off and then you can and queef. What have a are your legs above your, you know, are your legs above your head while you're trying to do that? Hang on, we just did some polling. I'm at 7% now, by the way. That's fantastic. <laughs> no, I'm in my robe, which is giving it some base. But let me take my robe off here. Hang on. Hang on. Now you're nude. Now I'm completely nude. Mm, I feel the are air. Are you squatting? What are you doing? Well, I'm trying to see. I have my phone. I'm going to put my phone right down on my vagina. Hang on. <laughs> She's so proud of that new vagina. Oh, yeah. Get Trump. <laughs> Oh my god! Like she's got an elephant trapped in there. Are you here? You know, that? we were, we were laughing. <laughs> Do you have an elephant tra trapped in your vagina? <laughs> Sounds like when uh, they put that thing at the end of a trumpet, you know, to sort of modulate it. That was really cool. You know, if, if I could be serious with you, Caitlin, you have to be careful. Everything down there is so new, you could damage yourself. Did your doctor ever say don't do too much down there? I was told not to queef for the first after the first six months, but I'm way right. past that. Right. Yeah, but right. you might, you know, you might blow it all out there. <laughs> yeah, my pussy sounds like dizzy epilepsy. Epilepsy. <laughs> dizzy epilepsy. Dizzy epilepsy. There you go. Have you ever tried? I've got a tuba pussy. <laughs> Caitlin, could, have you ever tried to queef yeah. a whole song like "Hail to the Chief," like something political? Oh, that would be good. Yeah, "Hail to the Queef." Yeah. How about it? Here we go. Hang on. Wow. 
Oh, fuck. That's not easy, Howard. And uh, by the oh, way, my, you know, Kendall calls me Queen Laquifa. Have you ever heard about that? Yeah. You know, um, your, your, your um, lady voice is getting better every day, I have to say. I try because, you know, sometimes when I get really upset, I go down here. But I really try to keep it up here and be just kind of pensive, just kind right. of thoughtful. And that really uh, well, is Caitlin going to be in a debate with oh. other candidates? Of course. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be really bad you know what it is you're in a you're in a weird position the way i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of analyzing I it like my I'm legs even... are over my head right now you're right <laughs> no i didn't mean like that Caitlin. Oh, i'm sorry i meant like it's a weird position because yeah. you're a republican but republicans are you know uptight about trans and so like I don't think Republicans are going to like you, and I don't know if you know Democrats are going to like you because you've been anti-trans with the with and even LG, yeah, but the she's LGBT also conservative. So yeah, conservative. I, mean, yeah. I mean it's a weird combo. It's very hard, you know. Even on uh, you had George Takei on last week; he's always slamming me on Twitter. It's ridiculous, right? Constantly, they don't yeah. like me. I just want to be loved and liked. I want to actually. I actually want to uh, figure out who these six percent are that are voting for you. Like who? Who? Like like I want to. You know what? Forget about finding handjob they Connie. They really I are a lost cause. That six yeah, percent. I, I want to find the six percent who are for Caitlin. I mean, it's a fascinating group. I think, um, especially I like to when meet you them too. <laughs> I mean, to me, as soon as you say you didn't vote, and then it turns out they found your records and you did vote, it's a very odd thing to lie about or, or not to be truthful about. But then again, maybe they made a mistake. I don't know. I'm sure Caitlin will make a it's statement. It's got to be a whole mix-up because I, really I really don't remember voting. You I, have no I remember golfing. No, yeah. none. And I certainly you, won't tell you who I voted for. <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll vote for you? Yeah, if I'm not playing golf that day, I think I would, you know, I would vote. For me, I think that would be a pretty If there's a some propositions you like on the ballot. Right, right. Yeah, if there's some good, you know, propositions, things I like, political <laughs> viewpoints. All right, yeah. Caitlin, I got to go. Good talking to you. Maybe I okay. hit a ball that landed in my polling booth. I don't know. It's weird. It's a whole weird situation. All right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks, honey. Very brave of you. You look great. She looks fabulous. Um, she says she's cute. Well, she is. You know, she does have a certain um, statuesque appearance. I'll, I'll, I'll give her that. A je ne sais quoi. A je ne sais quoi. Yes. You know, <laughs> a couple of drinks, a little of that Seth Rogen weed. Who knows what could happen? Hand <laughs> job, maybe. Hand job, Caitlin. Yeah. There you go. By the way, uh, I got word from Ted Sarandos. He thanked me for standing up for his wife and saying that I was not, not attacking his wife. Well, you should be ashamed of yourself. She's <laughs> such a lovely woman, a classy woman. And Robin uh, tried to be funny yesterday by saying that Handjob Connie could be Ted Sarandos' wife. And well, uh, we don't know what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, uh, Caitlin Jenner. For by the way, tomorrow Gavin Newsom will come on and suck his own dick because. Um, <laughs> He's jealous that Caitlin got the queef. Let's go to Dina. Dina, hi. Good morning in Florida. Dina. Hello, Howard. How are you? I'm good, Dina. What's up? Well, I can't believe I'm actually on the phone with you right now. I actually took a chance, and I, I'm i shocked. Well, I'm glad you I'm called. We, <laughs> we love hearing from the fans. Sometimes. 
I love your show. I Thank I never you. listened to talk radio until I started listening to you, and now I I don't ever turn it off. We're not talk radio. We're fun radio. Isn't that right, Rob? You're in. That's you're right. entertaining. Entertaining radio. <laughs> That's my job to entertain the masses. That's well, you do job. a wonderful job, and and we all appreciate it, and we all this? appreciate you, Robin, as well. What a nice Thank phone you. call. What a look at that, Robin. You know what? I'm going to take that one and let it soak in a little bit. Take it in, Howard. There's so much shit I take all day just for trying to entertain the public and uh, to to yeah, hear. Yeah, let the, let this one land and really yeah. take it in. Oh yeah. <laughs> By the way, today on the show, uh, I am going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger on, and we're going to hypnotize him like we did Ronnie. We're going to hypnotize him and think he's a woman. You and, think uh, Arnold is a good subject? I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out what uh, his deal is, but uh, we'll do that later in the show. Oh man, I got a I got a text from a friend of mine, and she was like, "Did that guy really think something was going into his butt?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sure did. <laughs> it was such a funny text. Beth and I had a bit of an argument last night. We were watching the feud as we do every night with Steve Harvey, and um, that's our thing. I told you after dinner we watched the feud, and right like 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 right during um, the uh, Fast Money segment when uh-huh. uh, one one family has to match with a hundred people from the studio audience. It, yeah, the the last part of the game. Yeah. Right when Steve Harvey was saying the number one answer was, the family was doing terribly. He goes, number one answer. And Beth starts talking. She goes, oh, and blah, 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 blah. And I go, honey. She goes, oh, I, I feel awful. I, I go, sweetheart, he, Steve Harvey is about to say the number one answer. We just waited all this time and you talked over it. Wait a minute. Then, you don't have rewind on your... Not on this TV. We have this, uh, we have, no, we installed a very simple television set that can't possibly break because it's so simple. <laughs> because uh, all the ones that I, that I put in for a lot of money don't work. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, no, we couldn't rewind. I was just like, wow, I'll never oh, know the number one answer. Goodness. It was really. You're living in the dark ages. Yeah. Uh, I got so upset. You know, it really does matter to me. I need to know the number one answer. And now Our, it's uh, lost to you forever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My family feuds over family feud. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good show for you. I can't believe I, it is if I can hear it. You don't talk. <laughs> Seriously, you don't start a conversation when Steve goes, okay, you didn't get it. The number one answer was, and then, and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And Beth goes, you know, I don't think I've ever been annoying to you. I go, no, you're not annoying at all. I go, but you annoyed me. You talked <laughs> over the number one answer. We made up, though. Well, I'm uh, sure whatever she had to say was so important that she had to say it right then. I think I was sexually frustrated because I got all charged up. I don't know. Beth was Beth was wearing something I liked, and I was like... It said, I want to fuck right now. No, no, no. In the middle of the feud or is it? No, 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 no. This was uh, this was before the feud. I was like, I need you. I need you. (laughs) I'm aching right now for you. Like, I want you. And she was like, no, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. I go, what's going on? What what, do you have cancer? Do you uh, what what could be going on? She goes, uh, no, no, no! I just got my period. I was like, oh. that fucking period comes. When are you gonna hit menopause? For Christ's sake, this is ridiculous. This <laughs> this fucking 
period of you. I said, I said, I don't care. I was so amorous. I go, I don't care. She goes, but I do. I go, yeah, but I don't care. I want you. <laughs> Let's make a mess. Let's make a mess right now. She doesn't want me to, you know, some women don't. I know you don't like that either, Robin. You. Well, it's, it's you know, your body has has moved around a bit, too, mm. during that time of the month. And you don't feel exactly like yourself hormonally or emotionally or any other way. Do you let guys fuck you during your period? Is that Was that a thing? I or? have uh, done that, yes. You have? I have. Wow. You're my kind of gal. <laughs> You don't care. Oh, my God. You're yeah. too funny. <laughs> I hear you. You're like, yeah, well, let's make a mess. Not in the height of things, though. You know, well, yeah, this is the height. Yeah. At a, Almost a over. Less active time. Right. Not too bad. You know what I've read? I mean, again, some dude probably wrote this, but that women are more sexually sensitive and it's better for them during their period. Well, that can be true, too. And you're yeah. also a little freer because you're sure you're not going to get pregnant. So I said to Beth, I said, you're triggering me. And she goes, what do you mean by that? Well, I always read these kids today. Go, I'm triggered by it. I go, you're triggering me because, you know, traditionally women have looked for any excuse not to have sex with me. So <laughs> you're triggering me. It's bringing back uh, ne- yeah. memories. <laughs> yeah. I've heard every excuse there is. Having my that period. offensive and traumatic to you. Right, right, right. It's not a good time right now. I just took a bath. No, gee, that seems like a good time. I've, I've heard yeah, every taking excuse. Taking a bath is. is not a good excuse. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm thinking of becoming a nun. I've heard every <laughs> damn excuse. <laughs> you know? I've had it. I mean, yeah, but anyway, so I think I was charged up and then I had a bad reaction to the fact that uh, Beth uh, talked That's why excuse. you were irritated. I was, irrita- I was irritable. I, was like, I, mean, I didn't go, find out the the last number one answer. Yeah, I go, we just uh, how could you talk over the number one answer? <laughs> Steve Harvey was giving you the answer because I was like, what could be the answer? Sometimes you go, I, you know, I'm racking my brain. I like to think that I could win Family Feud. That you know, that's right. a show for idiots. But I got to tell you, sometimes you, I don't know the number one answer. I it's like I cannot believe I don't know it. You know, I just don't know it. Well, it's really, you know, those last answers are always very tough to get because you run out of things you know about a particular subject. You want to hear a weird story? What would people say about that? You want to hear something weird? What? You know, but yeah, to put a cap on that, I mean, the only, I don't ask my wife for much in the marriage, but the one thing I ask for is don't talk during the number one answer. You know that. It's a rule in this house. When the number one answer is. And don't talk during a movie, one of those romantic movies. Well, we both know that rule. <laughs> we she both we love by that rule. <laughs> Beth and I love this show on Netflix called Stissel. I, so I've been good. hearing about that. Oh my god, it's the best show ever. It's so well written. It's about Hasidic Jew. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, a, it's a show, but it's a Hasidic Jew Jewish family, and uh, they're just, it's just so good. I love the name Stissel. No. You know, you're like Beth. You think you can say <laughs> Yiddish, but it's Schnitzel. It's everybody told me it was Schnitzel. No, no, no. That's the Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Man, with you. It's I'm Schnitzel. not kidding. I was told it was Schnitzel. No, Schnitzel. 
I even know all the characters' names. It, right. No, no, it's Stissel. I know what it Dissel? is. You're one. You're like that person who goes smuck. Oh, what a smuck! I don't say smuck. I've never said smuck. I know it's schmuck. Okay. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I've heard you say of smuck. Jewish persuasion told heard me you say, it was Schitzel. No, they didn't. Right, then they're not I Jews. Call them up and have them Good. testify. Are they Boston Jews? Because <laughs> those aren't real Jews. Oh, okay. All right. No, it's Schitzel. I uh, I always say that because one time when I, when I was very young, I the first time I, I went to get an apartment, like uh, I it was horrible. I was making um, the ninety six dollars a week, you know, and I had to get an apartment. And well, I think maybe at that point I was making two hundred fifty dollars a week, and I got this place in Yonkers, real shithole. I mean, you had to see this apartment, but you know, look, why not? I go, I go to, and, and for a shithole like this, you'd be like, you know what? They should be happy. Anybody wants this apartment. They go, you need to go talk to the owner of the building. She'll only let you in if she approves of you. I go, really? They go, yeah. Uh, only, only if uh, she approves and she's very Jewish and she likes Jewish people come, you know, they kind of like winked, winked, you know, I go, really? Yeah. Oh, a place where somebody wants Jewish people. Okay. Let's uh, go try this out. I meet with the woman and, um, she says to me, uh, uh you're Jewish. I go, well, come on, take a look at me. Mm, look at his face. I got slapped a yarmulke. What are you kidding? <laughs> and then she looked at my wife and goes, w are you Jewish? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Boston. She goes, oh, that's not a real Jew. <laughs> Where are real Jews from? I don't know, but I thought that was the funniest line. That's not a real Jew. And I was like, All right. But she did let us get the apartment in, in Yonkers. What a shithole. I'm like, I can't believe I'm jumping through hoops for this woman to get this dump. <laughs> like she should be, she should be begging me to take. These That's parts. right. She should be kissing your feet. I mean, this fucking. That you'll take this place. I mean, it was like biggest dump <laughs> in Yonkers, and I just was like, oh my god! And it was like on a main road, and the the rail the the um, railroad was right across the street. So you know, you always heard it coming by every ten minutes. I'm like, and I'm gotta, I gotta, I gotta be the, you know. You got to be the right Jew to get this place. The <laughs> fuck! <laughs> what the hell? So crazy. Ugh. Remember when How you did first those came to New York? Get it wrong. But remember when we we remember Stissel. when we went Stissel. Well, why did they tell? I'm telling you, Howard. I would not have known how to pronounce the title of that show. And of they told me, they told me it was shittle. Are they from Boston? I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> matter with you? Uh, remember when we, when Robin first came to New York, when she uh, joined me at NBC? Yes. You, uh, didn't we go looking for an apartment for you? And yes. Didn't they keep you out because you were black? Well, yeah, they kept showing us apartments yeah. that need to be built. Remember, we would go yeah. and there was nothing inside. 
Yeah, so Robin comes to New York, and I just called a broker because I was getting ready for Robin to come. I said, let me give her a hand because she, she's never, like, lived in New York. I got to, you know, let me let me get things set up for her, you know, make it easy. And so Robin comes to New York, and we, we pile in the car with a broker, real estate broker. And I'm like, uh, I had, like, I had, like, I had already researched and all of a sudden right. she wasn't she wasn't showing me the right up. I'm like, wait a second. These apartments. We'd walk you know, in the cabinets. We're sitting on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I go, well, what happened to the apartments that I saw beforehand when I was doing the research? No, no, no. Those were all gone. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I think we're being fucked with here racially. But OK, let me not jump to any kind of conclusion. Yeah, we trying been, to keep up, you know, through it like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. I remember one point I was feeling desperate. I was like, Robin, let me go sign up for the apartment. And then you walk in at the end after I sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a drag, man. Got to jump through hoops just to get a place. Yeah, I wouldn't have known anything because I'd never uh, tried to find an apartment in New York before. Right. And right. I didn't know what you had seen before. But I was like, literally, I do not want to put the cabinets on the wall or put in a, a sink and an oven. Yeah, oh yeah, I these were real shitholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, she's starting work on Monday. We need a place today. I can't uh, deal with this. And I got really angry. Yeah. Know, and I was going to start, you know, writing letters and you know, carrying on. <sighs> well, I even tried. Uh, I, I, we you know what I started doing. I said, say, by the way, you know, she's famous. <laughs> like really sure i don't know who is she yeah exactly no. you weren't really that famous you were famous in washington you weren't famous in new york and i'm like no 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 in washington she's very famous yeah i had no trouble getting an apartment there but yeah. uh yeah you took the guy and you go look all right let's let's get serious here what's going on you really read that guy the riot act i did and he was like okay 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 i'm gonna take care of it then i got an apartment yeah but the white man had to step in. Yeah. I had to like, I had to do white man to white man. <laughs> like I pulled the guy aside. I'm like, okay, douchebag. I've had enough of this. We're four weeks into this fucking thing. We still don't have an apartment. What's going on? Give me the down low. Yeah. I, at one point I was so desperate. Remember I turned to the guy, told him you were Whitney Houston. Remember that? <laughs> and he believed it for a while. He, he, he bought it for a while, but why would she be looking for an apartment in Queens? And then he yeah. out of it. Well, then he said, prove it. Let's sing something. Robin broke into one of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have told him you were, that. I should have told him you were handjob Connie. And then uh, <laughs> you do your thing. Maybe that would have moved him. I didn't have to prove mm. anything. Yeah. And she'll jerk you off. <laughs> Oh, man. What yeah, a fucking life bummer. Is great. Life is yeah. grand. And you wonder why life sucks. It's because of people who need So people. weird. We had this other weird experience. This was really weird. Like, Beth and I were listening to um, Coffee House. Coffee House changed format a little bit. Coffee House is a uh, channel here on Sirius. They call them channels, not stations. Channel. And Coffee House has kind of updated their sound and stuff. Yeah. Changed the sound around. And Beth's more into the traditional Coffee House. Like very I am hard. too. I'm with her. Yeah. So we're listening. We're eating dinner. We always have Coffee House on. We always have Sirius XM on. It's great, you know, for parties and stuff. Uh, no commercials, et cetera. And this song comes on. I've never seen Beth like this. She had such a reaction to the song. She goes, that's it. I can't take it. I'm changing the channel. I never saw her do this in the middle of dinner. I go, honey, the song will be over in two minutes. She goes, no, I'm changing the channel. That's it. She gets up. 
she puts on the display for Sirius XM, and it says on there, um, I don't, it says change the channel. It says change the channel. She goes, honey, it says change the channel. The song was called Change the Channel. Oh, I my got, goodness. Yeah, by Mia Gladstone. I never heard this song before. It, it, she must have recorded it said, I'm going to make an annoying song where people want to change the channel. That's what I'm thinking. Wow. I don't know. That, what an Isn't idea. that weird? Yeah. We've got, she got up and said, I'm changing. This never happened before. I'm going to go change the channel. And, and it said change the channel was the song. This was the song. Be on your way. Don't think about it. Why would you wait your sin? You would change the channel. Oh, I'm already gone. <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> Beth Incredible. A, <laughs> so Beth changed the channel. And then we were so shook up that it said change the channel. We never changed the channel. Well, you we, got to we be freaked out by that. We, we were freaked out. Like Sal <laughs> would have said it was a sign. Yes. Sal is already talking to the squirrel about it. Yeah. <laughs> Although I've since now listened to the song three times, and I think it's growing on me, believe it or not. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it changes up. Uh, <laughs> she has another song called cancel your subscription and oh uh, that's great she's right. all into everything that that's you right. want not to have yeah 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 let's go to christy we'll take a couple of phone calls i'll do a little fan feedback for you then we'll hypnotize arnold schwarzenegger we have a very busy agenda today let's go to christy in south carolina there is a big hey, pocket Howard. Hey, there's a big pocket of people in South Carolina who listen to us. It's a known fact. Oh, I want to move to that community. I'm looking for a warm weather place. Well, and good luck. South Carolina is on my list. Well, I'm not available to take you to the realtor, so <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get you a place over there. Yes, Christy, you're on the air. Hey, Howard. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. Hey, now. And I love hey, Robin. Oh, it's Andy. You love Robin. Robin. I love oh I love you both, but Robin has That's been better. a huge huge inspiration to me, especially in the last few months. But I know how much you want everybody to go to get the COVID shot, and I do too. I, I need everybody to go get it. It this sounds like a horror story, but it's not. It's I went and got my second one on February eighteenth. And it literally, it literally saved my life. I'd had a mammogram in November, came back clear. I went and got the COVID shot, the second one, on the 18th. And about an hour after I had the shot, I felt like a large lump in my right breast. And everybody thought, well, it's probably just from the COVID shot. We've heard of, you know, that happening. Your lymph nodes can swell. But it was on the opposite side of the shot. So I went into the doctor like two days later. They did a biopsy, and it found out it was breast cancer. And my doctor mm -hmm. told me, he said, if you wouldn't have had that shot, he said, we it could have been years before you found this. It could have spread to other parts. He said, this shot saved your life. Well, Christy, I'm, you know, you know, I am a big proponent trying to tell people, convince people to get the, 
<laughs> I, in I, the trying car. to com- yeah, I know. Yeah, trying to convince. Yeah, it's my car. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's all right, honey. I love you anyway. Uh, I, I I was going to say, you know, I'm a big proponent of uh, people getting the shot, the vaccine, but I don't mean to doubt your story. I, I I believe your story, but in a way, don't you think you might have discovered the lump even if you didn't get the COVID shot? I don't think one thing has to do with the other. In your story, yeah. I'm saying no. What the doc? What the doctor told me? He said I probably would have discovered it maybe in my next mammogram. But I'm 51. I was only doing the mammograms every two years until I hit 55. So, yeah, but what I'm saying is, Christy, in other words, you got your shot, and okay, you didn't feel so great afterwards, and then you discovered a lump. I'm suggesting to you, you might have still discovered a lump in the same but exact it way. But been bigger, Howard. Oh, and no, she no. already had a clear went. mammogram. Oh, I see. You're yeah. saying the COVID excited her lymph node and made it. Ah, all right. Okay, I'm with you. All right. Yes. Yeah. The COVID vaccine saved went. your life. Yeah, they literally, it literally went from like the size of a pea to like the size of a baseball within an hour. Wow. Okay, I got you now. All right, I didn't understand. Yeah. Hey, hey. By the yeah. way, uh, Christy, uh, d- don't take this the wrong way, but you say you're 51. You're not 90 or something. <laughs> no, I feel it right now after three rounds of chemo. I feel it. I but bet. No, I'm I 51. Bet. Well, you are a miracle. Thank you. You know what? Come on, admit it, Robin. Didn't you think she sounded a little older than fifty-one? Yeah, come on. I mean, heard that before. Yeah, you have an older. Yeah, you have a mature voice. That's all I'm saying. Don't I take do. any offense. I you, know what I'm do. Saying? you do. You do. You do. All right. God bless you, Christy. Thank God you're you're doing well and you got that diagnosis. You know, Robin, I wouldn't mind mentioning your little miracle uh, anniversary. May I say it, or is it something oh, you, you want to keep to yourself? Oh, you certainly can, yes. All right, well, you know, Robin reminded me, uh, I, I, got, I woke up to a text from Robin. You know, I get emotional when I talk about this. It was nine years ago yesterday that Robin, sweet Robin, was diagnosed with cancer. And I get the chills when I say this. And uh, the the, you know, all the experts, really, it was uh, bleak. And uh, I got to tell you, when she said, oh, this is the anniversary, nine years when I discovered, you know, that I had cancer, uh, you know, she was having difficulty. And all of a sudden they went, wow, you've got a tumor the size of a grapefruit. I remember the emotion uh, that I was feeling when uh, I got the news and certainly uh, what Robin's uh, reactions were. And, uh, you know, it was a great time this morning for me to reflect. I didn't have much time. I was getting ready for the show, but I all of a sudden went, wow. You know, if you don't believe in miracles, you really should. Because, I mean, you got the worst kind of cancer you can get, the worst diagnosis. But I swear, I've said this before, and I mean this to anybody going through a bad time. Robin's attitude is what got her through. She was unbelievable. And she didn't allow any of this to get her spirits too down. You know, I mean, there were moments of being down, but you really just carried on in a way that I think saved your life. And well, I, know- I think, I, you know, what I wrote to you last night was you got me through that initial period of that first week, first two weeks. Uh, well, and if that hadn't happened, I don't know what would have happened. 
because I was convinced that I couldn't go through it. I know. Well, you know, it brought back a lot of incredible memories, harsh memories to, to you know, sometimes I don't even want to think about it. But really, I just want to say um, there are miracles that occur. Um, and really, you're a walking miracle. Nine years. Can you imagine? I don't think there was one doctor that thought, you know. Uh, well, around. you know, you always say that. They never said anything to me. No. Except the one time that the doctor said, uh, after the surgery, he said, we're going to try to save your life. Mm. I was like, I thought the surgery was supposed to save my life. Well, now people were filling my head. something else to do? Yeah, well, I was running around trying to, you know, get help. And, you know, and, and that's when I found Dr. Agus and blah, blah, blah. It was a long story there. But, you know, everyone was kind of not Dr. Agus. Dr. Agus said, oh, she's going to be fine. She, you know, yeah. he's the only one. He says, we, 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 we can treat this. But there were many people that I consulted that were like, oh, you better prepare yourself. I said, prepare myself. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So this is, to me, a miracle Nine years, and what a great thing! What what a great thing that you uh, that that you took this on, and your attitude was so great. But anyway, I'm just celebrating today. What I was saying to you last night was, I uh, you know, I still remember those horrible conversations that we had to have. You know, it's the worst possible thing to have to inform people, and then the stuff you the decisions you have to make. You know, it's all like, and it's rushed, and it's really a horrible situation to find yourself in. And, and I was very lucky. You were lucky. And, and you know, I want to, I don't mean to disparage this guy, but when I told, I told Fred about the diagnosis. Yeah. And Fred, you know, Fred went out and bought a shovel. That was his reaction. <laughs> he said he was prepared. He didn't have any hope whatsoever. He gave me no hope. He didn't give Robin any he hope. He got himself he, prepared immediately. With a new shovel. He was going to put you right in the ground. <laughs> but it was and, a special shovel. It was a gold yeah. shovel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on you, Fred. Uh, you're, you're, <laughs> when you bought that shovel, I said, this guy's not a help at all. Yeah, 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 I'm keeping him away. Yeah. And plus, Robin wanted to be cremated anyway. I told Fred that. Yeah. What does he do with a shovel? Well, I bought some charcoal fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Always ready. Yep. Now, I would like to um, bring on uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger at this point and uh, try this out. Scott Schmieren said he will um, hypnotize uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, attempt to. Uh, to make him think he's a woman. Um, Arnold, are you ready? Are you there? Good morning. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, uh, Governor, thank you for joining us. You know, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, you know, we tried this on Ronnie, and it was so successful. We hypnotized him. Scott Schmieren hypnotized him. Who? And he, Scott Schmieren he thought, was the... What is that? The Scott Schmieren? You know that Schmieren is German for bucket cleaner. Well, let me tell you. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, thank you for trying this. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but we'd love to hypnotize you. And then, once you're a woman, if it works, then you could evaluate our staff like Ronnie did. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm excited to explore my feminist side, but I don't know if it will even work. You know, because 
Ron is a little bit weird. And the, my IQ is so high. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not as dumb as Ronnie. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I always thought you have to be pretty stupid to be so hypnotizable. But uh, Scotch Marin says anybody's hypnotizable. That's not so. true. According right. to well, him. You know, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try it. You know, I, I fucked my maid. So why not do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, maybe we'll get some insight into that. Uh, all right. So so I'm going to ask you now, Governor, I'll take a little commercial break. And uh, you know most of the guys on my show, so you you know go back with Scott, uh, let him hypnotize you, and let's see if we can turn you into a woman. Okay? All right. I doubt it. I don't know if it's going to work. This sounds crazy, but hey, let's try it. You know? Right. Yeah, we'll try it. And by the way, uh, Governor, I just want to say before you go back there, uh, I want to say uh, thanks to Gardine, my sponsor. Gardine is sponsoring the show today. I don't know if you know that. God damn, yeah, we this need is to say that first. Meat, right? This is very good for your body. You know, you're not eating these animal products. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know you're big into this stuff. Gardein looks, That's cooks, right. and satisfies like meat, no matter what's on your menu. Gardein has a delicious meat alternative for any occasion. Visit Gardein.com today. Gardein, G-A-R-D-E-I-N. I'm a big fan of Gardein and what they're doing. All right, Governor, you go back. You go All get right. yourself hypnotized, Okay. All right, let's try this. Let's give it a shot. All right. All right. When we come back, of course, the governor should be fully under, Ooh. and we'll be able to see if he is a you woman. You think Arnold has any feminine side? He could actually be a woman. Do you have a feminine side? I mean, you're so muscular. You know, a lot of people have asked me this all the time, and I honestly don't know because I have all this testosterone, you know, flowing through my body when you're lifting the weights. It's like, you know, you it's like you're coming. So I'm always very masculine. So I'm, I'm, right. I, I don't know if it's going to work. This is crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine you believing you're a woman, but l let's to give it a shot. Listen, no harm, no foul. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We go on to the next thing. That's exactly. all. Exactly. I'm pretty much all men. So if there's a woman in there, I'm excited to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, Governor. This is George Takei with a message to the producers of Jeopardy. Might I suggest the perfect candidate for your next guest host? Here it is. This handsome, gay, Asian octogenarian once came in his pants while riding on the back of a man's motorcycle. Answer. Who is George Takei? Call me. You're listening to The Howard Stern Show. Oh, baby. Talk about a rip. Now that's a sexy song, Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. <laughs> Come on, Robin. Where's Caitlin? I need a queef right now. That was pretty amazing when Caitlin was on earlier queefing. I, I, that, that kind of impressed me. I didn't know yeah, you could do she that. She seemed to be, you know, uh, she might not be practicing that woman voice enough, but she seems to be practicing her queefing. We uh, were talking during the commercials. Of course, you were not able to hear that. You were busy listening to all those important messages. But um, <laughs> we were talking about how we have proof that America is a nation of degenerates because even with the pandemic, you know, like, we had to get right back to the Kentucky Derby and horse racing. Like our priorities were to, how do we get back to normal? The Kentucky Derby the Kentucky had Derby to be has run. To run. Yeah. <laughs> has to. And I said, I said to Robert, it's because, you know, the most degenerate thing you can do is gamble on horses. You know, like yeah. you go to an OTB, it is just, it's bleak, you know? So 
You wouldn't save humanity if you walked in and you only saw an OTB crowd. Right. It's like horse racing and porn are probably the two most important products of America when you really think about it. Porn never stopped and neither did horse racing. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. Even yesterday when when Beth told me she was having her period, I was like, you know, let me go jerk off. So I put on, um, you know, you porn. I I was watching a video. I, I started watching. I said, you know what? I'm so disgusted by this. I don't even think I want to jerk off. <laughs> no, because that's you. what the heck yeah, was going on? It was crazy. Like I stopped. I just put everything away, threw out the <laughs> tissues, and I went. You know what? I I don't need to jerk off. I'll wait for Beth to get off her period. <laughs> it was so wow. weird. Well, it was just. It was such a. This uh, girl is with her stepfather and mother, mm-hmm. and they're talking. Her and they're, a biological mother. Her biological mother and the stepfather. And she's home from school. She got in trouble or something. Uh, and she's wearing, of course, the traditional schoolgirl outfit, the little <laughs> tiny dress. With and, and every time this girl can't keep her dress on, like like every time she bends over, her panties are showing. I mean, it's crazy. Very seductive young lady. And um, father says to her, "Look, on top of everything else, we're doing construction in the house. You have to sleep in our bedroom with us." The stepfather says, "Okay." In other words, yeah, I know. I was like, isn't there a couch in the house that this girl <laughs> could sleep on? Who's writing these things? They've run out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I was like, all right, I'll buy it. You know, and it was really disturbing. The, the, first of all, the stepfather looked, he looked really sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the actors, they get in porn. You know, they get, the guys are a little rough. You know, they're a little too many tattoos. I was like, who would let this guy into their house to be the stepfather around this girl? Right, right. And the mother, by the way, is beautiful. And she's a big dummy. She's sitting on the couch. Yes, honey, you have to uh, sleep in our bedroom because your bedroom is having construction. I don't know what they're doing in this bedroom. <laughs> I didn't see one construction. The rest work. of the house is under construction. It's got yeah. to be. <laughs> uh, you know, I guess due to COVID, there was a bed shortage or something. I don't know. They couldn't order a new bed. They couldn't move her bed. They couldn't do anything. But she had it. Okay. So they cut to. And, and and then she gets up from the couch and the daughter's like, really? Okay, fine. She goes along with it. She gets up from the couch. She's in this schoolgirl outfit with high heals. I mean, what school she's going to? Yeah, she's going to horse school. Yeah, the shoes are not supposed to be high heels. I think she went to the same school uh, Handjob Connie went to. <laughs> so she gets up and she's walking away from the father and he's looking at her ass. You could tell there's going to be trouble because. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, cut to the parents' bedroom. Okay. It, 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 got, it got more weird after this. Is this the this. first night, this new arrangement? New <laughs> arrangement, first night, evidently. <laughs> the father is uh, on his side of the bed. The mother is already asleep. Thank God. Uh-huh. And she's sleeping, and she's on the left-hand side of the bed. He's on the right-hand side of the bed. The daughter's walking in. First of all, she has her top off when she comes into the room and she's trying to put her shirt on like she's a little nightshirt. She's in panties and and the father turns around and sees her and she's her titties are out. And then she goes, don't look at me. You know, she starts yelling at me. He's like, what? what? Put your shirt on. So she puts her shirt on. But you've already seen her titties and boy, she got somebody. Okay, great. (laughs) I go, this is something I can work with. But then. She climbs over her mother. She gets in the bed and she falls asleep. She's going to sleep between the two of them. 
which already is kind of weird. Yeah, she could. She, the mother could have been in the middle. Exactly. I mean, thank you. <laughs> so she's sleeping with this little flimsy shirt on with the panties. She falls asleep in two seconds. He's looking her over like a wolf. And he decides he's going to uh, touch her vagina over the panties. I'm like, this is creepy. You know, they, for, even for me. I mean, I'll watch all kind of uh, incest porn. But, uh, you know, I love step everything. Step everything, yes. <laughs> yeah. And even, you know, Seth Rogen, by the way, speaking of his book, he wrote, you know, gee, I, he goes, I don't know what's going on in porn, but 99% of it appears to be about <laughs> people with their stepchildren. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, I don't know what that says about America. I think it says the same thing that the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, how to be, <laughs> we it's had to get back to that. The same thing, yes. Yeah. So these three are stacked in bed like three horny sardines. I mean, <laughs> they're, the bed is so small. All right. And they can't help but have genitals right. start banging into each other. Well, she's so asleep. Like, she's so dead out. One, two, three. Uh, that he's already, he's already pulling, and then he starts pulling her panties to decide to see what's doing with her vagina. Uh, all right. He's looking at that. And, uh, you know, even I'm like watching this going, I'm trying to get my, get, get the, 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 the demon seed out of me. This is, this is starting to disturb me. Breaking the law. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this, this is not right. <laughs> this is not consensual. So, uh, then, um, then the next thing I know, she rolls over on her back. He unbuttons her shirt. He has to see those titties. He's looking at the titties. He starts playing with those. And then he moves her panties to the side again. And he's, and I said, you know what? I think I'm done. I mean, I wasn't done. I was, I mean, I'm done with this. You're I, just I, I done. With I said, this. I'm out. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I who's can't watching, go on. <laughs> who's jerking off to this? Bill Cosby in prison? I mean, this girl's asleep. I had it. I had it. I mean, you I was sure like, this I, wasn't one of those FBI sting operations? You just I don't made know. it out. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, I was like, this girl needs to be in a foster home. We have to find her a new home. <laughs> it's crazy. I was going to call the authorities. <laughs> oh, my God. Even even your father, did he ever use the bedroom construction excuse? Robin, we have to. Uh, no, you, no, 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 no. Even you didn't fall for that. Please. I imagine actual sex occurred with mom sleeping right there in the room oh, next to them. Oh, she never budges. Never budges. She's but she dead can't. to the world. She's the biological mom. In these porn, it's got to always be the stepdad with the stepdaughter. It's never the mother participating. But she doesn't wake up and no. say, what are you doing? No, she's, no. She's dead. She's an idiot. So she's an idiot. <laughs> From now on, I make a vow, Robin. Only wholesome porn for me. <laughs> Where are you going to find that? Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. Listen. We took um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, in the other room. He, uh, I've been told he has fully hypnotized. Um, uh, he was I'm a bring good him subject? Back in... Now, yes. Now, that they gave me a word that I can say to the governor. It's called, yeah, if I say the word made titties, made titties. <laughs> He will be think he is a woman. Okay. All right. Uh, Governor, can you come in, please? Hey. Hey, how, hey. how are you? 
Yeah, now. I'm a little relaxed. How are you? Yeah, you sound relaxed, Governor. I believe. All right, <sighs> Governor. I'm gonna say, to you, uh, Governor. I'm gonna say to you. Uh, you know, you had sex with your maid. Um, yeah. Did you? How were her maid titties? <gasps> what? What? What's going on? Oh, hello. Hi. What? Where um, am I? Uh, let, um, man, oh, you, uh, can I just say something to you? You are a very, very beautiful girl. Oh, 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 thank you, Howard, thank you. Uh, 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 what is your name, miss? My name is, my name is Ariana. Ariana? Ariana. Beautiful yeah. name. Wow. Thank you, Robin. Ariana, I can barely hear you over these sound effects. <laughs> oh, let me get closer to the microphone. Oh, there yeah. you are. There you are. Mm. How will me getting closer to the microphone help me to hear you, Ariana? I don't know. It's crazy what technology can do. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana, um, tell me something. Um, can you, you know, my audience is listening to you and they've never seen you before. Um, can you describe your look? To these uh, fans of mine, well, I, I have cute little braids. You know, some of my friends say I look like a sexy milkmaid with big farm jugs. <laughs> you know, but uh, some have described me as looking like the um, the Swiss Miss Girl on you know the hot chocolate box. Yes, or, yes. Or Pippi Longstocking, you know, with the little hair. <laughs> well. Um, let me, let me ask you a couple of questions. You know some of the guys on my show, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, I love your accent, Ariana. It's gorgeous. It's, uh, where oh, are you thank from? Thank you. Uh, I'm from Germany. Oh, you're a German girl. I like that. Yes. 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 A sexy milkmaid from Germany. I would say you're yeah. probably one of the uh, very beautiful Aryan woman that Hitler dreamed of. Those braids oh, must be blonde, yeah. Oh, we don't like to joke about that in Germany. Come on, Howard, that's mean. <laughs> well, you're very, you're very exotic, Governor. I mean, uh, Ariana. Ariana. <laughs> I'm no governor. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not a governor. I thought in Germany maybe you were a governor. I slipped. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Howard, I have to say, you're very handsome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ariana. Your voice is yeah. very sexy, Howard. I, 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 I tell you, um, uh, you sound like you're a sensuous woman. I, uh, I must well, say, I, are I, you? You know, I'm a little shy, but I like to experiment. You know. You do. <laughs> She's a scientist yes. as well as a milkmaid. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe Robin can give me some tips. I've. I haven't tried everything. I'd like to explore myself a little bit more, you know, maybe try anal, things like that. Well, Robin <laughs> is an expert on anal. She's had it and, and used very little lube. Uh, no lube, as a matter of fact. That's, that's, that's a legend on this show. She can teach you a lot. I want to find lot. out if maybe I'm a squirter, you know, Howard? <laughs> well, we well, have another uh, expert for that. <laughs> maybe Robin can uh, help you with that. <laughs> Um, by the way, um, are you very large-chested? Do you have big breasts? 
Oh, my breasts, Howard. I haven't measured them lately, but I, I wear, um, I wear 34D cups. Oh, well, my that's goodness. That's pretty big, yeah. You know, uh, Ariana, I, I, yes, I, I could see you in a titty I'm dress. very petite. I'm very <laughs> petite. I have hardly no mu- any muscles. Oh, really? <laughs> not like, you're not like Arnold Schwarzenegger who has big muscles. You're a petite gal. No, no, no. You, that guy, he's, he goes to the gym. I just stay at home. Maybe I'll do some yoga or something, but I don't like to lift weights. <laughs> I could see you. I was saying I could see you in one of those titty dresses holding like several beer steins with your, with your <laughs> German breasts. <laughs> Oh, yes. yes. Sometimes they get too heavy, and I have to ask the big, strong men to help me carry them to the tables. <laughs> well, you are just a charming girl. You really are. You're really winning me over. I like that you're a petite, dainty girl and not a muscular girl. I like that. Yes, but I do have big breasts, you know, with big puffy areolas, you know. <laughs> and, and you're fully puffy. shaved, I hope. <laughs> puffy areolas. Oh, Howard. Howard, yes. <laughs> Yeah, Do you I shave, shave your Yes. I don't like to get hairy down there. It's so weird. I like to have a clean slate. I see. <laughs> well, okay. I'm I'm getting the picture and you sound beautiful. Now, being the woman you are. May Ariana? I almost called yeah. you Arnold by mistake. Uh, Ariana. Stop flirting with me. You're making me blush. How? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is amazing, Robin. Yeah, so fun. Amazing, amazing. I was at, wondering real quick if we could talk about my staff. Uh, Sal, are you attracted to Sal, Ariana? Oh, Sal? Well, <laughs> you know, I've seen him on the show before, and I'd love to get my hands on that huge foreskin of his. <laughs> oh, it's a little <laughs> grotesque, but... I'd like to peel it back like opening a present on Christmas morning, you know? Wow. Mm. Yes. So you like Sal. Oh, yeah. I heard that Sal likes to make food. Would he toss my salad? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I want to try it with Sal, maybe. I see. So you like Sal. He's an attractive man and... uh... And he makes, you know, when you said he makes food, I thought maybe you were talking about the cheese he produces from his foreskin. Right, that's what I thought. Oh, no, not the blue. Oh, his little cock cheese. Now I'm turned (laughs) off, Howard. Oh, (laughs) I just realized he also wears makeup. I don't, I don't think I like that, actually. What about his buddy, uh, Richard? Would you, are you attracted to Richard? Hmm. Well, Richard doesn't shower, but I like a strong mask, so that's okay. Yeah, you're he a German does girl. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. He he's got some weird look, though. He sort of looks like Michael McKean and a pumpkin had a baby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. He's very orange. Yeah, right. And he likes the scary movies, which is, it's too creepy for me. You know, I don't like clowns or blood. Ugh. Your giggle is infectious, by the way. I want you to know that. <laughs> it's fantastic, you know. <laughs> yeah, by the way, Robin, I'm impressed with, uh, now that Arnold is a girl, that, uh, that, 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 that you hardly hear his voice, his real voice. He's, he's so No, he's got yeah. this high, very feminine voice. Yes. Where do you keep up bringing Arnold? This is. I'm a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what. What about oh. Baba? 
Baba Booey. What do you uh, what do you think of him? <sighs> well, I have very sensitive nipples. So Gary's teeth might bite me too hard, you know. <laughs> right. So those are not good. What about the the, the the sex fiend though, who goes on our show, the sex expert Ronnie Mund? Would you be attracted to him, Ariana? Mm. Ah, well, he's got a big bushy mustache. He looks like a walrus, you know. It might yes. be too prickly on all my lady parts. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you think? I'm also afraid of the dildo, you know, the dildo. And then into the pussy from the ass. I don't want to get an eye. I don't want a urinary tract infection. You know, this is... Uh, You're worried I'll have about to your pass vagina. on Ronnie. <laughs> You're worried about your ass giving germs to your vagina. Is that it? Yeah. I yes. don't want him to hurt me. That's just, I'm willing to experiment, but that's too far. He's too far out for you. Um, yeah. What about... What about what about young, uh, young, handsome J.D.? Uh, you're a delicate woman. Do you think you could handle J.D.? Would you be attracted to him? <laughs> oh, well, J.D.'s kind of like a... He's very boyish, which is okay. You know, he's kind of like a Pillsbury Doughboy, which is all right. <laughs> you like that. Okay. I bet he has a huge cock, though, you know. How else could he have gotten married? So it'd be nice to see <laughs> this is creepy. But what about what about Benji? Are you attracted to Benji at all? Um, hmm. I I think I'd need to be hypnotized and drunk to even consider <laughs> Benji. You know. I mean, we'd have to hypnotize Ariana to have sex with Benji. Oh my God! I well, maybe I don't even know it would work on me, but yeah, it would have to be <laughs> drunk for sure. Yeah. What about the? Uh, what about, hey, who knows? Maybe you're into Robin. Maybe you're, you're lesbian. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. No, no. I just find vaginas gross. That's, uh, it's icky. No, no, Howard, please. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> right. It's disgusting. <laughs> oh. All right. What about, going um. to make me want to throw up. Oh. <laughs> because you're so into guys. Right. Of course. Well, so they is Robin. So. Men. What about Ralph? You attracted to him? Um, well, I'm just reading the tea leaves, you know, and I think I'm good either way. I wish him luck on his journey. You know, I think he's a little hard to read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. what do you mean by that? What do you think he means? He, 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 he thinks... <laughs> uh, Fred, you're attracted to Fred? Well, Fred, you know, he's a silver fox. He rides the motorcycles. That's fucking hot, you know? Yeah. Right. Mama like. <laughs> Take me on one of your motorcycle rides up the coast. Fred and I, we could go and we could just drive all the way to the tip and then drive all the way back. Yes. You could <laughs> stare at multiple orgasms on the way up. <laughs> you, could, you could go with Fred to Montauk Point and stare at it for 10 minutes and then get back on oh, the motorcycle. It's yeah, so that... romantic and hot. Yeah. Clinging well, to his strong, broad shoulders as we vibrate I wanna, through the hills. I'm going um, to turn um, Ariana back into Arnold by saying okay. this, the password. Um, Ariana, uh, you sound so hot. Uh, of course, uh, you're, 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 you're a delightful woman. Thank you for visiting with us. Um, any last words? I'm still thinking about Fred with my 
tits flapping in the breeze, you know, because <laughs> I don't wear a bra anymore. I, I oh. just like to let them fly. Yes, every guy's fantasy. Well, you listen. You got me turned on so much, Howard. I think I'm getting wet. Oh, wow. Oh, that's gross. All right. Listen, Ariana, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say a word to you now. Made titties. Uh, Howard. Uh, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, well, you uh, were fantastic. You, Arnold? Arnold, I'm Arnold, you. <laughs> do you do you remember anything? Do you remember anything about Fred or Robin or anything? Uh, vaguely, just my with my tits flapping in the wind. The hell! <laughs> I think it's like a weird dream or something that there was oh. humping Fred. There you go. It proves yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you and Fred were going at it for, at Montauk Point for about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, That's right. yeah. Wow, that yeah. is weird. I didn't think it would work hard, you know, turning into a woman. Was I hot? You were so hot. You had big German titties, and you oh. were uh, worried very much about uh, taking Ronnie's dildo in your ass and then putting it in your vagina. So there was yeah. a lot going on. This girl sounds hot. You know, I, yeah. I would want to fuck this lady. This is crazy. <laughs> Right. I want to you bang are... my own pussy. <laughs> wow. well, you, well, you got, you know what? You do have a, a, Arnold, you are the most masculine man, but you, it turns out, do have a feminine side. My we God, this, I'm so excited. I'm, I have all this sexual energy flowing through me, you know, just getting yes. hypnotized. It's a new experience. Right, there you uh, have it. Thank you. Go, go relax. so hot today. <laughs> Oh, right, he's coming. Oh Thank wow. you, Arnold. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Hypnotize me again. This is crazy. Oh. All right, there he is, Arnold. You asked for it. People wrote in. Would you please get Arnold hypnotized? And there it is. He wow. made a beautiful German woman named Ariana. Have Thank a thing you. for Fred. By the way, uh, I have a couple of things here to go over with you. Um, we did get some fan feedback from yesterday's show. Everybody liked the actress, the beautiful actress, Emily Blunt, who was on here promoting A Quiet Place too. The fans think she's a great guest, and I agree. I think she's terrific. Um, uh, awesome interview today. Love the dynamic with Emily, Howard, and Robin. It was a lot of fun. Will Emily give Howard another chance as a vacation friend, or will <laughs> they just stick at being dinner buddies? I couldn't tell. Now, uh, I am not fun on a vacation. People learn that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I mean, you have said these things before, but for her to just say, oh, no, he was in bed by 8 o'clock, that was hysterical. Beth even said to me, she was listening to it, and she said, yeah, that's true. There was a night where um, they were all, you know, they stayed up every night. All of them. Jimmy, Molly, um, uh, Emily Blunt, her husband, Caitlin. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so yeah, she said. She said to Emily, um, they were like, "Hey, well, let's wake Howard up. It'll be funny because he goes to bed at eight o'clock." And and Beth said, "Oh no, no, no. That would be it, that would be really bad. I know my customer, <laughs> and uh, so I am not fun. fun. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been invited back, by the way, because I'm really <laughs> not. Fun. I mean, I'm the guy who goes to bed at eight o'clock at night, regardless of the fact that I'm on vacation." Like you would think, hey, you're with a bunch of famous people. They're yeah, gonna be drinking. And they're having a fun night. people too. Fun people. Who knows what'll happen? It'll be a great story for your for your memoirs or whatever. And uh, I say, fuck that. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> That's me. 
Fuck the book. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, but you know what the truth is? I'm really, uh, it's all nonsense to me. This is why never invite me on a vacation. Here I am with these <laughs> exciting people. They're going to stay up late. They're going to have fun. And it doesn't occur to me to go like, you know what? Maybe I could just power through this so I don't miss out. Yeah, I'll live differently for a week. But no, but because I think to myself, what would I be really missing out? You know, and I and and uh, and Beth said, yeah, we were completely out of sync with the other couples. On you know, I've never vacationed with other couples before. I, I haven't. Right, right. And this was the first but time. The whole and, idea and, is to do things together. Yeah. Well, I I get up early. I eat breakfast at four <laughs> or five in the morning, and then uh, Beth and I go for a walk. And we were in Mexico, and I was like, you know what? I want to I want to enjoy the day. The night to There's me is sleep. not. I when I was the day. yeah, well, when I was like ten years old, I wanted to stay up all night. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why is it so great to stay up all night? I don't know. I don't get it. You know, but you didn't not, stay up to see. Like, if you had told me, well, yeah, you you um, it's going to be wild, and and Emily's going to be naked. Emily Blunt's going to be naked in, 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 at night because she, she, she's going to drink too much. Is she going to dance on the table? She's not doing that. What am I? What's going to happen at night that can't happen during the day? And I, and I told you, like, I would go on these vacations. I'm like, I'm already ready for lunch at 11 o'clock. And they're just waking up. You know, everybody's getting their B12 shot or whatever the fuck they get. And then I'm, I'm like standing there going, I want to eat. You know what? I, I'm done. I, it's my nap time. If you had only stayed up one night, it, it's a you waste of my time. might have discovered something. And then, like, you know, it's like, you know, like I go to Jimmy, what do you guys do? He goes, oh, we, you know, we stay up and we talk and we go for. I go, but I talk to you during the day. What, what, <laughs> more talk? Are you going to be more profound at night? And I doubt the it. whole idea that you're eating dinner so fast because they're waiting till eight. Oh, my God. Dinner. They go. And then they would announce, like, in the afternoon, which is their morning, they'd go, um, we're thinking we'll all go out to dinner tonight. I go, well, what time? And then they go, oh, like, you know, we'll make reservations for 8 or 9 o'clock. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Can we go at 6? <laughs> Be done by 7? I mean, so why would you want to go on vacation with me? I, this, to me, is not fun. It's just not fun. I don't get it. I don't understand staying up at night. No, Emily said it. She said, I prefer you at dinner. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have it make a dinner plan with me and be prepared to eat around five o'clock <laughs> when the restaurant's nice and empty. You get fast service. Oh, I go crazy when, when even when we have dinner with other couples, I'm like, you know, you get there, everybody has drinks. I don't drink. I want to get right to the main. And I'm always hungry. <laughs> Because I don't eat a lot. I watch my weight. So by the time right. dinner time rolls around, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not tanked up. And people go, well, why don't you eat something before dinner? No. I don't want to eat before dinner. I'm going dinner. out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and why can't we sit down and have dinner? Why, can't you have a drink with your dinner? <laughs> I, I, which drives me crazy when I go out with other couples and they want to have drinks. With those drinks. You know, I can deal with my reality. Because you can't. <laughs> but what cracked me oh. most was how this is the way you live at home. Yes, that's right. So vacation is no different. Right. I don't want a different. Any other day. 
<laughs> no, and quite frankly, it, it, we went away and they rented this house that we all stayed in. And quite frankly, the accommodations were horrible. <laughs> Your house is better. <laughs> my house is better. And I was like, well, at this point in my life, I don't think you could match my accommodations in my house. So I, why would I want to go somewhere <laughs> to live less well? <laughs> and quite frankly, one of the couples always seems to get the best bedroom. Oh. And, uh, you know, I'm like, uh, who's that? You know, I'm an older gentleman than you, the rest of you. Let let me have the good bedroom. <laughs> what, what, you mean, is, you know, I'm in a room where I'm seeing mice walk by. I don't want Oh, it. stop it. <laughs> okay. Well, Whatever. it sounds like Jimmy can handle anything because they went traveling in a Winnebago or something. During yeah, well, Jimmy, let's say Jimmy's able to relax more than I am. <laughs> okay. Jimmy's a great guy, and uh, I love Jimmy. You know, I love Jimmy and his wife Molly. But yeah, I, I and I don't want to go away on group vacations. We were we were going to go to Italy with Jimmy and Molly. Right, right. I backed out. I was almost like, got there until a couple of weeks before, and then you really thought about it. Yeah, because I know I'm going to have to eat dinner at nine o'clock. Oh, you know, definitely in Europe, you're not eating early. Because I know Beth will say to me, "Well." I'll say, why do we have to have dinner with Jimmy and Molly? Why can't we just see them during the day? And then we'll go off and do our own dinner at 5 o'clock. And then she'll go, listen, we're with another couple. You have to wait to have dinner. And I'm like, I don't The only group I'm into is me and my wife. That's it. That's who I want to <laughs> vacation with. She's my group. I don't need a group of, I don't like groups of people getting together at all. It's always, I, I'm, I'm not into a democracy of people deciding when to have dinner. It, it, yeah, then you have to go when they want to go. Yeah, and Beth gives me a lecture before we go. You know, she goes, you know, why don't you just relax? You're always in control. At work, you're in control. You're, why don't you just go with the flow? Let everyone else make plans. Let somebody else make the decisions. Well, these people make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. The decisions are not what I want to decide. I can't let go. No, um, you and, and have, by the way, have your routine. Yeah, and I know I'm not fun. And I tell people, you don't want to go away with me. You do not want to be with me. I am not a pleasant human being. <laughs> I'm not a fun guy. You know, you want to have fun? Go with Ronnie. He'll have a thing shoved <laughs> up your ass. and you That's know, right. God He'll be out me. with you all night, the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, ask Baba Booey how fun I am at a dinner party. He had a lovely party at his house, and I ruined it. And I admit I ruined it. And I wasn't trying to ruin it. But I sit there, and I find everything wrong. You fix I, it. I fix it. I fix everything. <laughs> we, we have I go to this maniac's house. He's having a dinner party. He puts all your... So he won in a raffle or something, some orchestra. These three people playing music. And he's got the, he's got them out on the on the patio, and I'm freezing my ass off. I said, shut the doors. He goes, well, then you can't hear the music. I go, I don't care. <laughs> okay i got a question we talked about this on wrap up yesterday robin yeah if somebody invited you to a dinner and they said it's a dinner there's going to be a cocktail hour then we're going to have a full course dinner and it yeah. started at seven what time would you expect it to be over by oh uh i would say nine 
Nine? Nine. 7.30. Yep. Okay. Howard was no, 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 Gary, I'm not saying you did anything wrong. It's me. I mean, I, no, cocktail no. hour went to at least 8 o'clock. Right. Maybe later. It went. That's it, an it, hour. It, cocktail hour. And, and that's an hour where I am just fucking miserable. <laughs> I've got to sit there and talk to all of Gary's guests. And it's like. Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Our guests were us. It yeah, was exactly. I saw you all day. I'm going to fucking see you. Uh, you're no, like, invited strangers. Like, like, like you're more I interesting at home. To say to these people. <laughs> I mean, I saw Gary's house. It was lovely. I was ready for dinner, and then and then there was this whole slow build up to <clears> dinner, and he had us. Yeah, they had a lovely. chef. I'm not interested. No, I think. We, and I, I think I. I think I made it for six, right? So that because mm. I knew you would want to live. So I figure, okay, dinner at seven, which we did. But like dinner, okay, it was multiple courses. It was slow, but at like eight too slow the service. Eight forty two, you were like screaming for dessert at the door. <laughs> I know. <laughs> at I the couldn't front take door. <laughs> I couldn't take it. You're like Beth. <laughs> I just, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to pull up to Gary's house and have dinner handed to me in a bag. You, take, you wanted to Gary's go. house to be a drive-through. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can I just say someone? One I went to a dinner party once, and someone said I would describe you as hangry, angry and hungry. <laughs> and I go, I, I know, and I'm, I admit I'm a terrible guest. Can I say one more thing that's interesting about that night? Is is you know again? So we say everybody be there at six, right? Now Howard right. is notoriously punctual, okay? Right. Absolutely. But it was like it was like five forty, and we were like getting everything together. And Mary looks out the window. She goes, "I think Howard's car is like parked across the street." <laughs> yeah, I wanted like to get going early. I know. Well, I would have come in, but Beth goes, "That's rude. You're supposed to wait." Yeah, you're Beth not goes, supposed to show up early. Oh, and then I get in the car and I go, oh, "Thank God we're out of there." And Beth will be like, "You know, there was such a lovely night." You know, I go, "Come on, admit." You're so glad you're the out No, of there, you out beat of it out of her. You no, ask no, no. and ask and ask and, until she yeah, says and, what and, you want to hear. No, no. And she even said to me, you know, I think it would have been nice to have the dessert with everyone else. And yeah. I went, oh, that's not true. I go, that's not true. <laughs> you know, stop making me feel bad. I said, let's they're go back. The, we'll eat the fucking dessert. In the car with a bag of dessert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I could have. I, I got there early. I would have gotten in and out before anyone saw me. I would have been done <laughs> with the party. Party. I hate the word party. I hate parties. What's wrong with that word? Oh, my God. It just just like the idea. Like, I don't need a party. I'm having a party. Uh, I, I'm having my own where? party. Where are you having In my party? house. In my house. In his head. <laughs> <laughs> I watch Feud. <laughs> If you had had Feud on, Gary, it would have been perfect. I watch Feud. I watch Thistle. I watch FBI. Oh, that show's so good, FBI. I watched that last night. I love but, SEAL Team. So good. David Boreanaz. Way to go, pal. But By the way, there is the a new Jeopardy host this week. Who is it? A guy named Bill Whitaker. I think he's one of the correspondents hmm. on uh Oh, yeah, 60, 60 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And he was him. really good. Yeah, see? You got to get professionals in there. Forget this, Ken Jennings. Just and they've already had seven guest hosts. Yeah, they're saying like that. Like, how the, many more do we need to sit through? Well, you're 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 a typical Jeopardy fan because they're saying people are getting burnout on the changing of the host. They're ready now right. for a permanent host. They're feeling like a little uneasy. It's enough that. already. Yeah, yeah. Make up your mind. No more parties, Gary. 
<laughs> well, I'm thinking, you know, the a couple of years ago, you threw a party for me. Yeah. At this left. beautiful restaurant. That's right. No, this was, I said, oh, I don't have to worry. Tonight, this will be an early, short dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And we got there at what, six or something? Yeah, we were out at by 6.45, I think. No, we weren't. It went on and on oh, did it? and on. I didn't get out of there until 10 o'clock. I'm like, how is this a Howard party? Mm. Well, I was trying to be accommodating. You lost control that night. I did. I don't know how that happened. I will give you credit for one thing, though. Like, even when, if, if Howard has you at his own house, right? Yes. He's the one throwing the party. He will leave the party and tell you. Oh, like, you'll, you uh, he'll leave you at his yeah. party. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys who like, like, like someone once said to me, they didn't know me very well. And they went, I went to a guy's house and the guy left his own party. And I went, and that's weird. What's the big deal? You guys are having fun. I'll just slip away and go upstairs. I'm like, I read you Hefner used to do that. He would just like go upstairs in his pajamas and go to sleep. I also wonder if that's not an OCD thing with you. Yeah, maybe it could be. I don't know. I don't because know. Because I know once I was trying to catch you, you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna let him go without me knowing he's going. Oh yeah. And I watched you, and I saw you and Beth about to make your escape, and I stopped right. you, and you go, oh. "Oh no, no, no!" And you sat there and stayed for a while longer, and as soon as my attention was diverted, you disappeared. Gotta, yeah, that's my move. <laughs> well, I didn't want to upset anyone. You know, I am the life of the party. <laughs> You know, you, you used to announce yeah. that no, you were I, gone, no, and then you no, stopped but, doing that. Well, I stopped announcing it because if people are having a good time, I don't want to ruin their good time. I don't want to make them feel like they, they, they're weird for staying. I, I just want to slip out the door, and then no one knows I'm gone, and that's it. Uh, listen. But what's wrong with, you know, you could have said to me, Robin, yeah, we're leaving, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. But now you go, oh, no, we're not leaving. <laughs> well, I didn't want to bum you out. I wanted you to stay. I didn't want to be there, but I wanted you to be there. And you, you know, <laughs> I had that vision that you would have left too. So, uh, yeah, Robin threw me a party once, which is the worst thing you can do. And then she's, you know, she had me at the table of honor or whatever. No one wanted to sit with me. I was there alone. It was like <laughs> was seven like, tables. Go over and sit at Howard's table. Robin had to say to the guests, would you please sit with Howard? You would think because I'm famous, people would like kind of run to be with me. No. Oh. No, they were avoiding you like Why? the plague. I don't now that know. That felt weird. I felt oh. weird too because now I'm sitting there looking into the room and you're sitting alone. I don't know why I was alone. And I said to Robin, I'm alone. I'm alone <laughs> at your party. I can answer for me. I remember yeah. exactly why I left you alone because, and, and I'm being very serious. You're like, you know, whenever I, whenever I do something, Gary always talks my ear off, blah, blah. And I remember thinking to myself, yeah. okay, here's an opportunity for other people to have time with Howard. But then nobody did. Yeah, you know what everybody, it was? everybody that, said uh, that. <laughs> Let's face it. I'm just, tack. I'm that guy. I'm no fun. So if somebody's thinking of going away on vacation with me, Jimmy hasn't given up on me, though. He wants to go away. With oh, me. he's tried to get you to a lot of different places. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And, you know, Beth's really fond of Molly and I am, too. So it's like a, it's a good idea, I guess, on paper. But Well, you like having him to your house, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's Jimmy's a great a good guy. Thing. But yeah. you don't want to go anywhere else. And Jimmy's a great guy. Like he's an easy guest. At my, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to go anywhere else. 
But if he wants to come to my house, I'm fine with that. I enjoy, you know, and Jimmy's kind of like, you know, off the air when he's not on TV. He's like a potted plant. He just kind of <laughs> like, he sits there. He knows how to hang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's perfect. He knows how to hang with me, which is not to hang with me. <laughs> Amazing. He, uh, he leaves me alone. But, uh, yeah, Chris, you're on the air. I want to share the uh, fan mail with you. There was some really good stuff from fans about uh, Handjob Connie and things. But, okay, Chris, you're on the air in Kentucky. Yes, sir. Well, how's it going, Howard? Hey, good. Um, I'm just kind of curious, man. I mean, I understand you and Beth have a wonderful relationship. But do you think it's kind of bad or you feel like you're kind of smothering her with it's almost like you kind of expect her when you're on vacation to do the same things you all would do at home. Yes. And, you know, when when you all are at home, um, you know, you kind of expect it just to be you and her. And, you know, when she goes out walking and stuff like that, I mean, do you think that might be bad for the relationship? No, I don't smother her at all. If she wants to do something, listen, when I would go to bed early, she'd stay up with other people. I don't, I don't, I'm an easygoing guy in a relationship. I don't, I, I, I remember at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame dinner, yeah. you left her there. Right. I said, you want to stay up? I mean, I'm sitting, first of all, I was there under protest. John Bon Jovi asked me to induct his band into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I said to him, John, I don't want to do it. And he would take, he would not take no for an answer. And then days later, I found out it was in Cleveland, and I almost lost my fucking mind. I was like, I thought it was in New York, the rock and roll. Who would go to Cleveland? I'm not going to. I love the band. I love John more than anything. But I'm, I'm not, I was going to tell him no. And then Beth says, you got to do it. And I talked to my psychiatrist, and he said, what about you going there and having a good time? Imagine that. <laughs> Maybe you'll have fun. I go, it's not going to happen. I just know. He goes, well, why don't you make it happen? You can, you are, you're the master of your own. You know, he said to me, go have fun. Yes. This is your life. How many people would love to induct Bon Jovi into the world? He had to give me a pep talk like you would not believe. <laughs> and I went. And as soon as I got there, I was fucking Wait miserable. A Just don't say, and I went. You arranged it so that Bon Jovi was inducted first. So you oh, could yeah. be well. done. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, in the TV show that you saw, he was last because they were the big right. band, you know, and people right. were waiting for. Uh, but I said to them, look, I understand you want him to go last. <laughs> I, I am telling you, I will not fucking do this thing. I am not going out there at last. <laughs> At last means like two o'clock in the morning. I said, it's just not going to happen. Tape me first. And I don't know. You guys got editing bays. Assemble this fucking thing any way you want. But I'm going first. And I told that. I said, I can't even believe you're not in New York and I'm going to Cleveland. <laughs> but I'll do it. You send a fucking plane for me, too. I told him. I mean, Jesus Christ. I said, I'm not going out of my way here. I mean, this is crazy. You guys are in Cleveland. And I get there, and then I heard I'm going on last. I said, that's just not happening. It's just not. There's no reality where I'm going on last. Oh, but that's an honor. You know, after everyone goes, I said, I don't want an honor. I don't want, I'm not here to be honored. <laughs> I'm here because my friend asked me to do this. And I didn't even know we were that good a friend, quite frankly. Oh, my goodness. Why? And I even said to John, why do you want me to induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't. I can't even play the guitar. What do I know about it? 
no, you've always been behind the band. You've always been for us. I go, well, that was a mistake, clearly, because now I have to go to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, God, I was so miserable. And then we get there, and the hotel room was fucking gross. And, I mean, it was fine, but I, you know me. I heard noise. Right away, I'm, I'm looking for noise. Right. I hear noise. There's always noise wherever, whatever hotel you're at. Yeah. I go, I hear noise. I hear somebody walking upstairs. Oh, Beth goes, so what? We're not asleep. I said, when I go to sleep, I know I'm going to hear that person walking. I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> because you've got, you, you're going to have, you're going to have a heart attack. I go, I, I, I just can't stand these rooms. They, they, when they build a hotel, they should put concrete so you don't hear the other people above you. It's ridiculous. They build these hotels like, I don't think the people who run these hotels spend one night in the room. Because you can't sleep. You could hear conversation. And I oh, bring a noise machine with me. Right. They were you know, talking over your noise machine? Yeah. The noise <laughs> machine doesn't work. I felt like I, I might as well have been in Syria. I mean, it was so noisy. It actually wasn't, but I was afraid it was going to be. Well, I was going to say they they couldn't be getting this level of complaint from people and still no. not know that they should build these hotels differently. I don't know, but I go crazy and you had to stay in the hotel because it was, it was, it was right near where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was and they're going to have a rehearsal. Then the rehearsal, I went apeshit. I mean, I, I got up there. What the fuck was my problem? I, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I said, where's my earpiece? They go, what do you mean? I go, I go, I can't hear anything in here. I, you get me an earpiece right now. I, I put my foot down, for God's sake. I'm a professional DJ, professional <laughs> announcer. I tell you, though, I'm such a miserable man. I mean, uh, I show up at a hotel and I'm actually angry there are other people in the hotel. That's right, yeah. yeah. Immediately you're angry. See, I should be. I wish I had the money Jeff Bezos did because I know, I know how I would spend that money. How would you spend the money? If I went to a hotel, I'd just make, I'd buy up every room. I wouldn't go to a hotel until I bought up every room. There'd you no know room. what's interesting? Um, one of my friends used to be a part of a hotel situation. And uh, during UN week. Right. This king or sultan or somebody. Go ahead. Would come to the plaza. Right. And take the entire floor. Oh, that's not good enough for me. Wait I don't want the entire floor. I want minute. the above floor. This was the top. Oh, okay. The entire floor. He would rip out everything in the entire floor. Go ahead. And they would redecorate it like his house. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So I'm okay when he with that. walked in, he knew where everything was. Right. Because it looked just like his home. By the way, this guy must have some money. I mean, I don't even think Jeff Bezos would do that. Well, they had a plane that flew him. Jesus. And then they had a plane for the entire house. Wow. That's living. Wow. I mean, I've crazy. had some. When she described to me what his life was like, because they would panic if, you know, like every day the flowers were changed, like live flowers. Right. Had to be in every room that he entered. That. I hate flowers. 
I understand that, but you've never had right. them taken out and in every day where you didn't that have might to be see them okay. die. Yeah, I'd so, like that. <laughs> he was going to go to the bathroom one morning, and the assistant came running out. There were no flowers in the bathroom, and uh, they had to get the flowers in the bathroom before he got there. Yeah, I'm not that intense. <laughs> Although, almost, though. <laughs> almost. At work, when we used to have a place to go to work, I had a shusher at the office because people made too much noise when I was trying to sleep. I thought that That's was pretty right. cool. And yeah. you had a hot water person. Yeah, a hot water person. That's right. <laughs> so what? <laughs> That's what you do. You dream of getting famous, and then you got a hot water person. I mean, it's not like I wanted alcohol or a heroin fix. I didn't want a. I didn't want a speedball. I just wanted some hot water. <laughs> I'm busy creating over here. I don't have time to boil water. Not a you. But, uh, yeah, you're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I get there. I, the night is going. I induct uh, Bon Jovi, which was great. And, you know, the guys who did their thing. And I watched the, the, the Bon Jovi performance. And then uh, the next group up was the Cars, I think. The Cars. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Rick Ocasek. Uh, the Cars were there. And uh, I remember I'm sitting there and I go, oh, fuck. I got to get out of here. I just want to go to bed. I did my thing. I don't want to watch the cars. I love the cars. I think the cars are great. My best friend's girlfriend. I was like, but I really don't want to be here. And I just said to Beth, she goes, I know. You don't want to be here. I go, I don't. I'm going up to my room. She goes, I'm going to stay. I said, okay. (laughs) To answer your question, Chris, I'm not smothering my wife. She stayed and she enjoyed. She saw the entire Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. uh, Yeah, she was there for the whole evening and the after parties and everything. She she went to the after party. She looked great, everything. So how am I smothering her? I'm laissez-faire. I'm like, hey, I'm loose guy. I'm going up to bed. You go do your thing. Right, Chris? Yeah, well, I mean, I understand. I understand. I mean, it's it's just as important, you know, just the way you make it sound. Sometimes it's just as important to to spend as much time away from each other as it is with each other. You know. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. All right. Whatever you just said. Thank you, Chris. That's your rule for a relationship. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking to be away from my wife. I didn't marry her to be away from her. I need her with me. Can't let her run around in those outfits. So many guys, animals. Out there, but uh, no, I'm happy at all. My, I'm not looking at vacation with people. You're only torturing me. Boy, you want a vacation with me? Come to my house, hang out. That's it. Or I tell people, I, 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 that's fine. I'm not going to go to your house. I'm not looking to go on your vacation. You know, most people want to go on vacation with other people because they're bored. I'm not bored. Or they like people. That too. Can you imagine? <laughs> All right. A lot of email came in and, 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 and uh, all kinds of comments on Twitter and stuff about Handjob Connie. Everyone's quite ah. uh, excited Does about Does anybody know, where, uh, know her? <laughs> that well, on Tuesday's show, Ronnie told us about Handjob Connie. If you didn't listen, Handjob Connie was a girl in the neighborhood Ronnie grew up in who had a passion for jerking off guys. Um, uh, Howard, Ronnie's childhood never ceases to amaze me. I was curious if Ronnie ever took his dog, Sporty, to meet Connie. That's interesting. Very funny. How could anyone not love Ronnie? The handjob Connie story is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Howard, I'm laughing my fucking ass off at handjob Connie. Keep it going. Ronnie rules. He never ceases to amaze me with his perverted stories. Listeners do have some suspicions about Ronnie and his escapades with Handjob Connie. Here's some of the theories. Ronnie claims he was getting handjobs at 18 while driving his 1969 Roadrunner. Yet he was born in 1949, likes 
uh, like Howard, I'm no mathematician, but something sounds off here. Somebody doing the, the deep math. The deep math, yeah. Yeah. Howard, is handjob Connie possibly an alter ego of Ronnie? There's something Ronnie's not telling us. Like he used to jack guys off in a parked car while wearing a <laughs> stringy blonde wig. Oh, stop it. <laughs> uh, this is, oh, now this got me thinking. This got me thinking, Robin. Listen to All this right. email. Wake up, Howard. Handjob Connie was a dude. Think about it. She didn't talk. You couldn't touch. Oh. She just wanted to jerk guys off. You know, is that possible? I that thought hand- something like a switch was going on when he would say mm. sometimes she wasn't available and she'd just say no and hang up the phone. Well, first of all, I had a uh, a horrible feeling that, uh, you know, Ronnie said I used to call Handjob Connie and then all of a sudden I couldn't get her on the phone anymore. It was completely gone. And my feeling was like, oh, my God, Handjob Connie probably died. She was getting into cars with strange men. You know, one of them must have been a psychopath and uh, probably locked yeah, her in the trunk and took her Connie off. Yeah, never got to get out of the car and go home. That's what I'm saying. I mean, totally possible with this whole Handjob Connie. But um, also the but- thing I was thinking that somebody else was taking the phone call. And then know. this girl showed girl showed up in the car and would hardly speak. <laughs> well, Chris Wilding, who is a gay man, uh, he said to me privately that he believed Handjob Connie was a man too. That was his first thought. So That's uh, possible because he yeah, because- could. She she would just stare and never say a word. Right. It's possible. It's possible. Wouldn't that be the greatest if Handjob Connie, we, we, we find found her. her. Oh, hello. He's a dude. <laughs> yes, I'm Handjob Connie. <laughs> I remember Ronnie. <laughs> um, yes, Phyllis, you're on the air in Massachusetts. Hi, Howard. Good morning. How are you? Good. I just wanted to tell you that I was actually at that induction ceremony, the Rockwell Hall of Fame, when you inducted John Bon Jovi. And yes. you know what? When you when you get when you did your spiel, you didn't you didn't even show that you were miserable. You did a fantastic job. Oh, listen, I'm a performer. I was not when I once I'm on stage and someone's asked me to do something. I said to myself, it's an honor to do this for Bon Jovi. These guys had an incredible career. I'm very fond of all the guys in the band, and I'm going to put on a good attitude. And I made my speech. But that was it. I did my but job. But that's as long it, as it can last. It lasts that's it. during the moments he's on stage. When I'm on stage. And you did. That's you right, Phyllis. You did a wonderful job. Um, you, you really did. You did a great job. And meanwhile, I have to tell you, I also, like you, had to change my hotel room because it was so loud. And I was <laughs> staying right near the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was horrible. It was just awful. I'm not such a pill. Awful. I'm not such a pill, Phyllis. Thank you for saying that. I, <laughs> Beth was fine. I feel, you know what? I feel. <laughs> I feel. I feel your pain. I feel. Beth, I Beth feel can your sleep pain. through. Beth can sleep through. <laughs> Beth has fallen asleep in a car when we're in a car with other people and we're like driving somewhere. I mean, this woman just falls. Asleep. I think she has. A, I think as um, as uh, S. Napkin Ed said, I think she has a uh, narcolepsy. Not narcolepsy. No uh, necrophilia. Necro- Necrophilia. Necrophilia. My boyfriend was sound asleep and I'm like nudging him. I said, get up. We have to move. And he's like, why? I said, because I can't sleep. 
We have right. to move because you can't sleep. And I said, yes, get your ass out of bed. we got to get out of here. It was awful. Right. That's how I so am. One, I'm, more I'm thing, then one more thing, and I'll let yes. you go. They announced sure. the 2021 rock and roll um, people that are going to be inducted. Did you happen to see that? I happened to see the list, and I did vote. You know, oh, you I always have said you I'm not going to vote. I voted. I had a ballot. I've always said, fuck you. I'm not voting in this thing, but I got the Why ballot. Why did you vote this year? You know, I got the ballot. I started looking at it. I said, you know what? Maybe I'll vote. <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, you know what it was? I thought I was too cool to vote. Like, you know, I'm too famous to be voted. I should be on the committee that picks the inductee. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got very angry. So did, you, did, did, did those that you vote for get in? Did all the ones you vote for get in? I believe I was pretty much on it. Uh, give me the list, guys, uh, if you could. Yeah, yeah. how did okay, John, here we go. John got to vote twice. I can give it to you. I have it I'll right here. I'll tell you here. what it's it was. Foo Fighters. I got, I got it. Fighters. Hold on, Phyllis. You don't take it? away okay. my job. Okay. All right. <laughs> Foo Fighters I voted for. So yeah. they, are, they got Okay. Tina Turner I voted for because I felt like Tina's been around a long time. The Go-Go's I voted mm-hmm. for because they're an all-girl band. They were revolutionary. They had great songs. They were mm-hmm. good musicians. I mm-hmm. voted for them. Now, Jay-Z got... Did I vote for Jay-Z? I don't think I voted for Jay-Z. Todd Rundgren, I don't think I voted for Todd Rundgren. I voted... Oh, I voted for Rage Against the Machine. And, yeah, um, really? Yeah, of course. They're so wow, fucking awesome. Really? Uh, and Carol King mm-hmm. got in, and I voted for her, too, because Carol King was, you know, just the shit. She really knows. Phenomenal. She, yeah. She was phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think I voted for Todd Rundgren. I don't feel... You know, Todd Rundgren... Hello, it's me. I remember then he got into that weird Sun Ra kind of fucking thing, and he started announcing that he could have a hit record anytime he wants, but he just doesn't choose to, and bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I was like, Todd Rundgren's a great performer and everything, but I didn't feel he had the gravitas that some of the other nominees had. Now, I don't mm-hmm. remember who else I mm-hmm. voted for. But, How many uh, votes do you get? You get like, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Okay. Yeah, but there were other people. So I voted Rage for. didn't make it. Nope, Rage no. did not make it. No, and Tom Morello's no. on the committee. I'm really surprised. Yeah, well, Tom Morello uh, he put himself up for a nomination, and then he didn't get inducted. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters, though, they got in. All right, all right. Yeah. thanks, fellas. Uh, appreciate right, it. So anyway, getting you? back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, absolutely. How did um, John do? John voted twice because he won beat Gary in the uh, contest to name all uh, the songs. I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to remember who. It, I remember Devo was on there. I said, "Fuck that, Those fucking hats." Uh, Kate Bush. I was like, "Really? Who's that?" Uh, Mary J. Blige. I don't give a shit about Shaka Khan. I think I might have voted for Shaka Khan. Mm. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> you don't. I don't even know the name of that song, but it was good. You uh, don't tell me something good. Is tell me something good. Oh, yeah. Anyway, as I mentioned, and Rufus, Rufus, Iron Maiden was up. I didn't really know much about Iron Maiden. Dionne Warwick, I was like, is she rock and roll? I mean, she had a lot of hits, but didn't she? Is she, she really like, an a... influence on rock and roll? I don't think so. No, and I don't think she even wrote those songs. I think that. No, she, that, that was the, what was that, that guy's name? Burt Backrack. Burt Backrack. 
And didn't she have that psychic hotline? I'm like, yes, please. You Anybody who has a psychic hotline, I don't want to know from you. They shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you have a psychic hotline. They shouldn't be allowed to live in the United States. <laughs> you know, you that would be my be. first thing. If I was president, <laughs> I'd build a wall and keep anybody out who had a psychic anything. Keep those psychics off the border. Yep. I'm saying, why did you build a wall? Are you anti-Mexican? No. Let all the Mexicans in. Just keep the psychics out of here. <laughs> um, as I, I mentioned... I was watching that Tina Turner uh, documentary last night. And at some point in the documentary, she's talking about whether she should do the People magazine article exposing all of her... Uh, Abuse. You know, the battered woman syndrome yeah. that she went through. And she said, I called my psychic <laughs> and asked her. <laughs> I, said, oh, I know. If I was listening to this, he wouldn't vote for her. I know. Uh, I know <laughs> someone who you know, this was a woman. Her husband had a lot of money. And, you know, and I had just started in therapy. But she goes, oh, I don't go to a therapist. She goes, I call my psychic. I go, what? What do you mean you call your psychic? I was like, fucking outrage. I mean, how dare you <laughs> compare therapy to a psychic? Was, no, she always tells me what to do. And, and I call her six times a day. Oh, my God. And I went, are you? Uh, that was it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Six times a day. She was burning through the money. Well, I could tell you a psychiatrist would never let her do that. Well, that's right. I watched this show on TV called Couples Therapy, and I'm really into it. It's fantastic. It's real couples getting therapy. It's on uh, Showtime. And uh, and the therapist is kind of cute in a weird way. But uh, anyway, okay, it's baby. great. <laughs> I know. I know. It's four couples. One couple's a gay, gay male couple. And uh, they and, and they lay it all out there. And then there's this other annoying woman. It, it, it's just great. I was like, I'm torn about it because I, I'm like, what real therapist would allow this to go on TV? There is no fucking way you can have real therapy on television. And it's, it's almost, it's almost criminal. The woman's a really good therapist, but it's criminal to put your, your, your patients on TV. Well, that's I what I told Dr. Drew about his celebrity rehab. You can't do that. Cause then it's not therapy. Anyway, Robin, we're off topic. We were trying to find the fans want to us to find hand job, Connie. And as I mentioned, uh, in fact, here, let me play this. We are really taking this seriously. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll play this for you and you'll see immediately how seriously we're taking this. The Howard Stern Show is seeking information on an unidentified woman known locally as Handjob Connie. Fun times, man. She was last seen in 1969, exiting a car in a back alley in the New York area. She wasn't the best-looking girl. She is described as having streaky blonde hair, sticky hands, and a dead-eyed stare. Almost really, like, scary, to be honest with you. Then she disappeared. If you have information on Handjob Connie... She's got to be at least probably 69, 70 for sure. Contact 833-STERNSHOW. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. When you would come, forget about it. She would just stare at it as it was coming out. Well, all I know is we've received seven calls already on that line, all saying uh, that Handjob Connie was... They're trying to be funny. Say, 
Ted Sarandos' wife. Uh, it was Robin's <laughs> joke. I told you that is just not true. We've heard the joke already. It's enough. That's right. Let's stop um, that right now. To show you how serious we are about this, we hired Dan Rather, the former head of CBS News, who is now retired. We said to Dan Rather, would you uh, join us today live via satellite? He's in the field doing a report. He's going to give us an update. Uh, on what his search is like for Handjob Connie. Uh, Mr. Rather, hi. Thank you for helping us out. Howard, uh, I'm reporting live to you from Little Nick, Queens. This is the scene of the handjobs given to Ronnie Mund exactly 55 years ago to this day. By the way, oh. uh, you were He's so great. He's at Mr. the site. Oh He's at the goodness. site. Mr. Rather, I know you said to me, this feels great. You haven't worked in a long time. CBS fired you. They threw you, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the heap. And uh, you, you, you feel good. I mean, I know it's kind of silly, but in a way, it is news. We, we are serious about this. We really are, and I hope you're taking it seriously. I'm serious as well, and I find this very fascinating because the mystery has endured since those fateful rub and tugs. Who is Handjob Connie? Where is she? Did she and, ever and you, even exist? And you, you're, you're so right. And, it, and was she a man is probably the question you're asking, too. <laughs> well, I'm here in pursuit of answers. And, oh, wait, wait just a moment. Here's a local residence. Hold, hold on. Miss, miss, do you know anything about Handjob Connie's whereabouts? Hello? Well, she, she's just what staring happened? at me now. She's not saying anything. Hmm. Hang on just a moment. The curiously silent woman is now undoing my zipper. She has pulled out and is now jerking my increasingly turgid penis. Well, let, let me see if the hand job matches Ronnie's description. Ronnie, did she cup the balls a and spit on the head? All right, listen, Mr. Rather, enough with the jokes. This is a I see little why. too much detail. Mr. Rather, seriously, are you going to take this seriously and find hand job, Connie? I will. I will work very hard, but I'm telling you, this is a good lead. I won't know for sure until I spend a few more hours with this woman. <laughs> By the way, I want to say something about Mr. Dan Rather and why I'm so excited about you covering this story. And all jokes aside, you've covered assassinations, you've covered revolutions. And the fact that you take this story seriously, I really do think you are going to find Handjob County, okay? Yes, I believe so, and I'm enjoying this experience back on the field back to you howard <laughs> thank you thank you he's just become the story now because he's uh, i think so i didn't know he'd go that far in his pursuit a lot of fans were excited about cheap trick being on the app just go to yeah. our section of the app and they recorded a cover of the legendary john lennon song give me some truth their latest single light up the fire the audience loved the songs howard you have excellent taste in music don't i know it i was a professional dj Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to uh, thanks to you and thanks for putting Cheap Trick on the app. Their new album is really good. So cool that Cheap Trick took on John Lennon, a brilliant cover of an iconic song. Cheap Trick and Howard together, best day ever. Thanks for giving us great music. Also, yesterday's show, real quick here, we talked about Wendy the Slow Adult. We gave Robin a little bit of a game to see what Wendy believed in. It was called Does Wendy Believe Game? Robin was having trouble in the beginning, and then I told her to put on her slow adult hat. And to hit herself over the head with a hammer, and then she and hold it. my breath, right? I had to hold do your breath thing. for three minutes. That's right. <laughs> Till your function, your brain stopped functioning, and then you were answering perfectly. <laughs> uh, the fans agree; they love the game. They always love hearing from Wendy. Wendy's saying that she believes Goofy from Disney World is a real person. Had me pissing in my pants with laughter. 
I of all the, she said she heard that he was working at Disney World. <laughs> so you're wondering who did she hear these things from? <laughs> I think it's the same place that uh, Ted Cruz gets all his information from. <laughs> and that Dr. Rand Paul is another uh, character. Um, of all the people on Flat Earth, Wendy is truly the greatest of all time. Wendy is a treasure. I think the man that she saw turning into a bat may have started the coronavirus. There's a theory <laughs> that I hadn't even. Yeah, um, Wendy that? has a Wendy has a birthday coming up this Saturday, May fifteenth. I wanted to acknowledge that, as ah. I know you did, Robin. Um, I want to wish beautiful Wendy. What? Hello. Oh, that's Dan hmm. Ratter again. I think he's still getting a rub and duck. What is it? Uh, can we cut that off? Thank you. <laughs> I was as I was I was rudely interrupted, but I was saying that uh, Wendy's birthday is coming up May fifteenth. I know many May of the 15th. fans. Here's wishing Wendy a very very happy and healthy. I'm birthday. going now, baby. Exciting news! Yes, happy birthday, happy birthday, Wendy. How old will Wendy be? You're so rude. You know not to bring up a woman's age. <laughs> dare you, um, Robin? On our phone is someone claiming to be handjob Connie. Oh, uh, let's say hello. That's are you in fact fake? Uh, let's let's hope not. Yes, are you the handjob Connie? Howard, how you doing? Uh, this is Handjob Connie, but I got to be honest with you, my name's really Frank. I see. You know, so, at the time, I was all conf I was all confused about my sexual orientation. At the time, I just hopped into cars, I spit on my hand, jerk guys off. You know, I was out of my mind at the time. Do you remember Ronnie at all? I do remember Ronnie. I mean, listen, he would he would call me up. I'd be hanging out at the house, we'd be watching a Met game, I'd be working on my car. And then I go right. meet him somewhere in Queens. We park up, and I jerk him off in the car. I put a blind wig on. I was out of my mind at the time. Right. So that's why you didn't say anything to Ronnie, and you just looked him in the eyes because you were actually a man. Yeah. And you know what? If okay. he fuck, if he touched me, I was going to punch him in his fucking mouth. I'll tell you that much. Uh, wow. Well, anyway, uh, you were smart. You were smart. You, you protected yourself. All right. There's the mystery. Handjob Connie is on the phone. Uh, I, I, uh, what's your life Turns like now? You handjob Frank. Handjob Frank, is that your name now? Yeah, it's my name. All right, right now, I'm just, you know, as I said, I'm into working on cars. You know, I play football. You know, I do, you know it's, it's, it's a regular life for me right now. I was out of my mind at the time. I was a little confused about my sexual uh, orientation at the time, but I've gotten over it. For old time's sake, if I could convince Ronnie, would you come in here and give Ronnie a handjob? <laughs> I'd love to. It'd be great. Oh. All right, thank you. There, isn't that sweet? Handjob Frank <laughs> calling in. I don't believe that's the real handjob. Uh, I hope not. But, you know, believe. people are now going to come in and try to pretend they're going to try to fool us. Just like people turn themselves in for crimes they don't commit. I must confess, we've had a lot of pretend. We had pretend Arnold Schwarzenegger, pretend Dan Rather, and pretend <laughs> Handjob Connie. It's a, quite a day of pretend. This is George Takei. I would like to personally welcome former Bachelor star Colton Underwood into the gay community. 
let me be the first to say, I'm behind you all the way. And when George Takei is behind you, you can always expect a reach around. This is the Howard Stern Show. Isn't that nice? That's a welcome to the gay community. Nice little reach around. I'm now listening to everything George says and saying to myself, is this the distinguished gentleman? Yes. <laughs> George Takei. <laughs> There's a little hole. That might have come out wrong. <laughs> Malibu. I was thinking about Courtney Love yesterday because I was listening to Lithium on Sirius XM and they were playing Hole and they were talking about they're doing this whole big promotion, the top 100 songs of Lithium and you vote and all this stuff. And I was thinking about how good that when Hole was together and Courtney was doing it. I mean, that was such a good album. Oh. And, and like, what What happened to her? Where is she? Listen to this. And I remember the well, rumor was... question who really was whole. Because after all that fighting with... Um, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan, no more whole. Well... And the death of Kurt Cobain. No more Hulk. Yeah, well, there was like a rumor that, oh, Kurt Cobain, these are songs Kurt Cobain wrote and she took them, and, and, and which wasn't true because Billy Corgan, he worked on this with her. And yeah. uh, he said, no, she wrote those songs. He wrote songs with her. I th Courtney Love said at a concert that she originally wrote this song for Stevie Nicks. And then she said, Billy Corgan made it so good that I kept it for myself, <laughs> uh, which is so great. What, she was going to give um, Stevie Nicks a piece of shit? What did she say? <laughs> uh, well, she said, why would I give this to Stevie Nicks? She's got enough hits. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I think that I think if I was voting in the Lithium Top 100, this song for sure would be in it. Are you not voting in that? Your, your voting is over now that you voted yeah. for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I missed that voting. Gary was, you know, Gary loves the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he's like, both. You didn't vote for Todd Bungren? Don't you realize that Todd Bungren produced Bad Out of Hell for Meatloaf and also produced We're an American Band for um, uh, Grand Funk Railroad? So I went, Gary, I didn't know that. Plus, I voted for Todd Rundgren, not for what he produced, but for what his Todd Rundgren music was. And he goes, well, you should have known that. And I go, you know what? That's precisely why I shouldn't be given a ballot. I didn't know that. And and nor do I I care. I'm, I'm not listening to Todd <laughs> you, you Rundgren. You know what? You don't even have to do research, Howard. It's literally in the booklet they send you. Yeah, well, guess who didn't read the booklet? I just saw the names and I voted based on what I like and who I felt deserved to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like Carol King... Deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, she's got like 57 hits. Not that I'm like a guy who sits at home and plays Carol King records. I'm way too masculine for that. But <laughs> You're not that you know, in touch with your feminine side? <laughs> yeah, you know, but trust me, I'm not sitting at home listening to the Go-Go's. But I voted for them because, you know, I'm just a, I'm a thoughtful guy who, you know, knows what's happening. 
they they made up all these weird categories in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because not enough people were getting in. Like when I was there, the the, the year I inducted Bon Jovi, all of a sudden little, little Steven got up and he goes, and today and this year we're starting a new category called singles. This honors the people who have had one hit single, and they honored the single. So it was a way of getting people into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who hadn't really had that much success getting into the rock. Like they've been trying to get craft work. Well, bon, that's bon, ridiculous. Craft bon, work. Bon, 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 mit the autobahn. <laughs> they've been trying. They've, I've seen craft work trying to get into the rock roll. If nobody ever votes for craft work, <laughs> they're like, no, they were a progressive band. You don't realize what they, I see. That's right. We don't then realize. You ought to what, put them in. Just put them in. Because yeah, we just don't bon, vote for it. Bon, 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 mit the autobahn, which I think was a really nice long song that I could play during progressive rock days and go take a dump. So, you know, I, I, I would vote for him just for, because I went to the bathroom and got, and checked the AP wire while I was working. But, but there's also some great one hit wonders that of course. should be honored. Yeah. Well, let that, so craft work gets in this year. Cause what's that category, that wacky category they made up? Uh, early influence. You know, they're early influence. The, the, the rap on them is like they're kind of the godfather of electronic dance music. They were pioneers. Well, mm. then I don't want them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, how dare you? You are so outrageous. Um, Gary's like, you should know Todd. I go, Gary, Gary, listen to me. I'm not doing homework for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They ain't paying me. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you should know. I don't know anything. They don't even send you a book when you're voting for president, which they should. Do you see what Gary's new thing is? He he joined a, on Facebook. He joined a group of people who love scotch, the, the really? alcohol scotch. Yeah, like he's now a connoisseur of scotch. Good lord! Yeah, it's a new hobby. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't go to Gary buy cases of wine that I don't drink, Robin. Right? <laughs> All I know. Well, is, I'm not joining groups. I mean, you're right. I I don't know why everything Gary does annoys me. Like when he has got into to get cross- a group, but yeah, he's got to get yeah, a group but, together now. Yeah, I mean, and now it's like, yeah, with vinyl, he had to go to vinyl parties. Now he's in a yep. scotch vinyl? group. What, what's with <laughs> scotch, Gary? What are we, you're such a drinker? You're a it. big scotch drinker? I love scotch. What, I do. I what scotch. is scotch? What can you tell us about scotch? It's, um, well, my scotch, dad drank. I, I think to call something scotch, it has to come from Scotland. So there's whiskey, if it's not from Scotland. And oh. so there's a lot of whiskeys I like, like there's Japanese whiskeys. Well, and then there's scotch from Scotland. Tory. <laughs> exactly. I prefer smoother scotches, not the peaty, you know, smelly ones. Um, but when I said I joined a Facebook group, peaty, like part, peaty. You don't, you don't like yeah, what? Like peaty, like peaty the dog. <laughs> it's, it's it's what they refer to scotch as peaty. Oh, Monty. look at you, peaty. But what does peaty mean? Peaty. It has to do with like the area in Scotland that's like wet and damp and and the soil is I don't know I don't know exactly. See, no, that's what annoys me about Gary that yeah, no offense but when he gets into he goes you know I don't like the scotches that are peaty and and I go Gary <clears throat> what did you yeah yeah peaty what yeah. what do you mean and then he doesn't even know what the fuck he goes <laughs> I don't know but I prefer I have, he wants to it's be a knowledgeable it's a taste right. it's, it's a harsher right. taste yeah. as opposed to a smooth a smooth scotch. It is the. I didn't say I was an expert. I said I just like it. I need to get my hands on him. <laughs> and by the way, the group that I joined, I'm, I'm not like participating. Every, you know, it's on Facebook. So once in a while, they'll post and they'll be like, "Hey, this All is right. a bottle I tried that I like." I don't. Uh, I do, I do love scotch. What's your favorite mm. scotch? Now that we know this yeah. about you, I like a Hibiki, which is a Japanese uh, whiskey, <laughs> or Johnny Walker Blue. 
Yeah. The Bicky Ball. John Walker Gould. Did you buy, rush out and buy some kind of scotch that you heard was being mm. discontinued? So, like so uh, Johnny Walker has like, you know, Johnny Walker red, and then there's black, and then there's green, and there's double black, and it goes up the line. So gold was black. a good one. It's not super expensive, but it's still on the higher end. So it was great. And then they changed. They definitely did something. My friends and I were all like, they did something. They changed it. Maybe they made it peaty. No, because then, because then they, they, dis, they, they were discontinuing it for a while. And then they made yeah. something called Johnny Walker Platinum. And then they brought back Johnny Walker Gold, but it didn't taste the same. So I found a guy who had some of the original stuff, and I bought all. He had six bottles. I bought them all. New old stock. I bought the Johnny yep. Walker Green to match my teeth. <laughs> I actually don't. And I bought scotch tape and hopscotch. I like to play hopscotch when I get drunk. <laughs> Jerry, Gary's so into it, he was claiming to the guys who work here that he's an early adopter of. Uh, an adapter to drinking. I didn't even know what this meant. I'm an early adapter to drinking Japanese whiskeys. Yep. And I was like, well, he adapted. What does to that drink. mean? I just, I just said that I was on, I, I read about it early on. That's all. I just read about, I read this Hibiki. I read about it in a magazine. It had won some award. It was like 30 bucks a bottle. So I started buying it. I like it. Now it's a hundred bucks a bottle. Tell Robin. I, just, I started drinking it early. Tell Robin. How you specifically drink Johnny Walker Gold? It's a very specific way. Go ahead. Well, I mean, not all the time, but they say, and I did try it. It's a pretty fucking amazing. You um, keep the bottle in the freezer, and you also put in a um, some dark chocolate. Dark. Also, you freeze in that the in the bottle, or no, in no. the freezer, in the freezer. Okay. Put it all in the freezer, mm -hmm. and then you take a bite of the dark chocolate, and then you try some of the gold, and that just takes makes it. Yeah, but tell Robin, you like only. Big it's ice cubes. You do not like big ice cubes. Tell her about that. Go I don't ahead. like big. I don't like big ice cubes because <laughs> I like when the ice melts and it dilutes it a little bit, right? Uh, so you like small ice cubes. They don't melt. How fast. big? How big should an ice cube be? What's Just a regular size. ice cube. No, no. But what happens is they started doing this thing now. I don't know whether it's a cool look or not. It's just one giant cube that fits in the whole glass. Mm -hmm. I not see. like that. Like, like a hay bale. Exactly. Do you really like the taste of scotch? I mean, it seems like such an old man kind. Really? Wow. It, it I, I don't like burn. it. I love it. No, I just, I will tell you this. I just uh, yesterday joined um, a scotch of the month club where they're just going to send me a different bottle every month. <laughs> and you can you go through a bottle in a month? I mean, I remember my dad had bottles of You're scotch, right. but they lasted my entire childhood. I mean, it, no one ever touched them. Uh, okay, yeah, he's already that. got six, right, from that guy. Yeah. You <clears> need more? Yeah, what's going on? Um, it, it is get, you get into a weird thing where you're collecting. Like I have, I already have like thirty bottles, right? Which is nothing compared to other people. Like I know a guy. Are you drinking every night? No, 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 no. And some of the bottles are I'm saving for a special occasion. Like, like I have a what? couple of bottles that are worth. I I don't know. Like when when I can see my friends again, like my my guy friends will I'll come over. They they also appreciate scotch. So I'll like crack out a bottle. Like I have a bottle that's you know. Might be worth like five hundred bucks, and I'll drink that with my friends. It'll just be fun. What, what bottle of scotch is worth five hundred bucks? Well, I have one called Johnny Walker Blue Ghost and Rare, and mm. that's a different blend of Johnny Walker. And then mm. I bought a bottle of Hibiki Fifteen from a guy at a liquor store from his <laughs> private collection for like one hundred seventy-five, and now he says it's going for around five hundred bucks. Why would you even open that? Sell it. 
I know, I know. I have a bottle. I want how, to how, much, how much money do we pay you? I didn't know you were this rich. $500 bottles of scotch. Jesus, what's going on? I have a $1,000 bottle of scotch. It's the Amerigo Vespucci. It's Italian scotch. It's made out of peat, rye, meatballs. How do, how, do they, how do they justify? I don't know anything about scotch, but it seemed to me like scotch is just some bullshit they put together. I mean, how do they justify $500? What, it's an aging. hour long? Their, aging. Their, whole, their whole rap is aging. And so, you know, like there was a Johnny Walker that they did for the anniversary. What was the Queen's anniversary? Was it her her 75th anniversary? or something? Was, they have like a 75-year-old bottle. Those things go for like $17,000. 500 really? is my limit. 500 is the top of my limit. Can like, you other... taste the difference? Like if I no. said to you, no. No, no. I just know what I like. How are you I mean, organizing I... the scotch? Like alphabetically, like your vinyl? Like do you have it in a special? <laughs> no. Seriously. No, I, no, I, I have two locations because I have so much of it now. So, the, so up in where the bar that's on the first floor is where I have stuff that I drink. And then the stuff that I'm saving or that isn't open yet, I keep in a closet downstairs. How is your weight, by the way? I mean, uh, Good. this sounds, yeah. Good. I'm, yeah, you're, you're, he's I'm, lost some weight. I could tell. Really? I, I mean, dude, I was up to, uh, I was up to a ridiculous number. I think hmm. I'd gotten up to like, like 225. Well, let me so ask then, you Yeah. Cause you're not that tall. How tall are you? 5'8. Yeah. 225. So I, Jesus. I put on with the knees, right? When I was, I literally stopped exercising for a little under a year. I put on about 15. So I took the 15 off and then like another three or four, but I still need to take off another 12. So were you like, I'm trying to picture you at home, like, like at some point in the day, at some point, you're like, I need to relax. Mary, and then you, it's time. Ah, it's, you know, I put in a full day's work. My now it's time. Tense. Yeah, it's a like Friday you, night. It's a Friday right. night. Go ahead. And, and and Mary and I are home, and she'll be like, uh, "I feel like a glass of wine," and I'm like, "Okay, I'll have a drink." You know, we'll we'll have a drink with you, and then I'll, I'll go to the, the cabinet and I'll look right. at like ten scotch bottles and decide which one I want to drink. And I might hmm. have, you know, I might have three or four. Wow! It's and what do you do? Time. What yep. kind of, you got a special glass of some special sort? Special glass. I have several special glasses. Sure. I have what, yep. Mary bought me glasses with my name and initials on them. So I'll take nice. that. I'll, I'll pile G. with ice. Apostrophe D. Yeah. It's almost like God. Uh, and then yeah. you, uh, so, so then you pour it over ice, but small I ice cubes. No, I reg just regular size ice cubes, not small. Just but you fill size. it but up, ice. right? But no, I have special I pour, ice from Antarctica. I fill it about halfway. Oh, yeah. shit on it. Because the ice is going to melt pretty quickly, and then that'll bring it to the top. Wow. Listen, there's, there are people, I am guarantee you that someone's going to call and say, Gary's a loser. You shouldn't put ice in Johnny Walker Blue. And, or, because Let's see. It's too good. Steve, you're on the air in New York. Go ahead. Hello? Hi. Is Gary a loser? Hello, hello? He's absolutely a fucking loser. Why? Because he doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. He doesn't know shit about scotch. Gary needs to write a fucking audio book about, <laughs> about what he knows about scotch. It would be fucking hysterical. Pete is not what is an he... area in Scotland. He just doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And by the yes, way, I used to work in a liquor store. Yeah. He's the fucking guy uh, an owner would love to see it come in. You take your most expensive shit, and that's what he wants the most. This that's not worth true. That's, I, I don't fall for I that shit. Two. Hey, so Steve. Hold on, hold on, Howard. I didn't say. Hold on, hold on. I didn't. 
I didn't Special say that Pete man. is an air, is is a, a region of Scotland. I said there's oh, a region yes, of Scotland did. where there is no where you heat? where more peatiness comes from. What I was told. Don't 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 make me go sal on you, Gary. Pete is not an area. Are you going to be stupid? It's a kind of coal, and it comes from mostly from Isla, which is which is where I S L A A, but it's pronounced where is that? Isla. Where is Smoky it? Smoky whiskey. It's an island off the coast of Scotland. And it's actually, um, it, that's where the smoky whiskey comes from. The bullshit he's talking about is from the Highlands. And the, the Johnny Walker blue stuff, Gary, I swear to God, when someone came into the liquor store to buy a bottle of Johnny Walker blue, we would laugh our fucking asses right. off. I know, by the way, I know all this to be true. This is an opinion. It's a, people think Johnny Walker blue is super overrated. And super old. So Gary's like a I good mark when you when you when you, when you walk. You don't know shit about Scotch, Steve. So when when you work in a liquor store and Gary walks in and he starts talking about peatiness and Johnny Walker Blue and blah 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 blah, you guys are back there like like just well, howling. You're just well, going. No, no, no. It takes about kitchen. thirty seconds to figure out. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Right. And then right. you get to the most expensive bottle in the store and he'll buy that fucking thing in a second and Not thank true. you for it. Not true. And, you know, so is, Gary, on, so you're saying Gary on, is on. a rube. Are you saying that? This could go on all day. Every well, You can get a million as, as people to call. As far as Scotch is concerned, he's a great producer. As far as Scotch is concerned, he's a fucking rube. Maybe he knows vinyl. Not Scotch. By the Everybody's way, Steve. an expert. Everybody thinks they're an expert. And everyone well, this is what I imagine. This is what I, Gary, Gary, this is what I imagine goes on in your Scotch Facebook club. I don't know why you'd subject it yourself. Is, to no, this is exactly what goes on. People argue right. all day long. A guy puts up a bottle and goes, should I buy this? And some people go, that's a great bottle. Some people go, you're a fucking, they get this guy. You're a fucking right. loser. You don't you know, know shit about anything. No, no, but no. But it's all opinion. No, no, no. Gary, you're right. It's a, you're view of any particular scotch is your fucking opinion. I, I don't take away from that. But Facebook is a great fucking place for idiots to get together who don't know <laughs> shit about something and pretend they do. Peatiness. I like peatiness. Peaty. And most, like Gary goes, I don't like peatiness. I, I don't like Gary, I think he said, yeah. What does peatiness mean? It means penis. I think he likes penis. He likes to dip his penis. Hey, Gary, <laughs> Gary, what does peatiness mean? What, what this asshole Steve. said. What's the, what no, Steve the you tell said. me what pe when you go, I don't like the peatiness. You were trying to be cool like you know something. You didn't know. No, no. Was. When you do, it's Again, it's a flavor. The technical term of what it actually means, where it's from and all that, the coal, whatever. But there's when you talk about it. Well, what is the flavor? What do you mean, peatiness? It's, it's, peatiness? it's a peatiness is like it's a it's a very strong, uh, very harsh flavor. It's aromatic. It's, it's not smoke. smooth. It, it's it's, a, smoke. it's right. It's smoked. It's the opposite of smooth. Smoke is not is, the opposite of smooth. Smoke is not the opposite of smooth. <laughs> Up is not down. Even I know that. Rope is the opposite of smooth. Black is not That's white. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. I love you. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> no, all right. It's, it's, Steve, it's a thank you. I don't like. Thanks Gary's wife. Thank you. Gary's wife is on the phone. Yes, yes, Mary. <clears throat> I drink all of Gary's scotch. <laughs> you drank it all? I got to drown out. I got to drown out Gary in this fucking list. The hobbies. Yeah. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Gary. You know what's enough. <laughs> you start drinking early. Do you drink early in the morning? Oh. Is it, you have to. 
my God, I'm Gary's wife. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what about you? Do you oh, like peatiness? Do you like the peatiness? <laughs> yeah. I love peatiness. This is great. This is real funny. He knows all about everything, please. Yeah. I got a well, list. I you got sound a like list. a very unhappy Gary. woman, but you, you're very unhappy being married to Gary, I, I can tell. No, 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 he's great. I'm just watching him eat his shrimp, you know. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of you. Shame on you. By the way, I didn't Reset. say I'm an expert. I just say I like it. Yeah, but you do. This is where you get into trouble. You tried to use the term peatiness, and then you get into trouble because you don't really know what it is. You should just say I enjoy scotch. That's it. I like that's smoother it. scotch. I don't like the stuff that's harsher. All right. Well, he said it's peaty, smoke. It's not pe- harsh. Peaty scotch is harsher. That is that I know. So I don't like it. Yes, Bill. You don't like, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. I, I want to get out of this, but go ahead, Bill. Oh, uh, sorry, Howard. No, I sold scotch for years. I've been to Scotland, and I actually went over with Famous Grouse Scotch, and it was funny when we were over there. Gary's drinking uh, Johnny Walker, which is a blended scotch, mm-hmm. and then there's single malt scotch. But it was funny. When I was over in Scotland, what they said, they go, Chevitz, uh, Cuddy Shark, um, Doers, they go, that's the shit we ship to the Americans because they don't know any better. So if you wow. go to Scotland, it's like a whole different thing. Wow. So, but I love Gary and I love the show. So that's All right, there you thing. go. Nice call, Bill. You know, I don't know any. I, 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 do, I, drink, I, do, I do drink single malts. I mean, but I like the blend. Fascinating. Tell it to the wall. I got to tell you. <laughs> you started it. I know. I, I got to tell you, when I think of scotch, I just think well, every once in a while, my father would drink scotch. And it, I, I just remember tasting it, and it was disgusting. It's just yeah. horrible. I can't imagine anybody liking it, but okay, the, that's fine. Howard, I got to tell you that for me, I mean, again, this is all, God knows what's in the fucking back of my brain, but like, my dad would come home from work, and my mother would start yelling. <laughs> dad would go, he would, he would get a bottle, like just the right. bottle. And he would get a little glass, and he would keep the bottle next to his Archie Bunker chair, the little glass, and my mother would yell, he'd just keep pouring and pouring and pouring. <laughs> that poor guy. Oh, your poor father. J&B. He would take the J&B bottle out, and I remember, it would be like right next to the couch, and he'd be watching TV, and she'd say some shit, and he'd pour another one. Like, he wouldn't even, like, answer her, right? He just would pour yeah. the scotch and yeah. drink it. Yeah, just keep pouring them. And would she get, like, aggravated? Like, would she go, stop drinking? You're not arguing with me. You're not talking to me. Dude, my father used to do this move where he would take the paper, the New York Times, and hold it up. So, you know, so that like a window, this, like, like it was like a, like a wall. Like, like it a was wall. a shield. A shield. Ah, <laughs> it's like that. It's that wall I built so I won't see Fred in the studio. And I remember my mother, would, my mother would yell at the paper. Right? She would yell in front of the paper and he would just lift it higher. And then she would grab the paper and crumble it in a ball and throw it at him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> ah, just picture the old man. I used to identify with your father so much. I, I thought he was a great guy, and I, I, you know, I just picture him pouring the scotch, drinking it. You know, this and, and then waiting the sound. until that click comes where he can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The sound of of of, of Mrs. Delabate's voice is just getting like sort of creamier and sort yeah. of foggier. It's almost like a dream. He t- he told me once. Once, and I, I kind of understood it. He told me he came home every night with the premise that he wasn't going to engage her. That that's right. what she wanted. <laughs> that was his game plan. That was his game and, plan. And, and the game plan went to shit every night. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> she could just start yelling and you can't have a, you know, it's. Well, yeah, she something. could wear you down.
Right. I mean, when somebody hits you in the head with the paper, you got to kind of engage. Got to do something. <laughs> yeah, when the Did paper he... comes flying out of your hand. Was there a time when he would engage and like try to like comment, like talk to her, talk her down and stuff, and then and then then yeah. I guess at some point then the scotch, then he said, you know what, the, fuck this, I got a new game. That plan. doesn't work. So let me just drink. I got a new plan. I'll become an alcoholic. <laughs> wow. It's the greatest. All right, Gary, now I know what to get you on your birthday. I'll get you a bottle of scotch. Single yeah. malt or blends? He likes the blends better, yeah. Howard. Get me some blends. Chinese scotch, too. It's made it's out of rice such... and bats and peat. <laughs> <laughs> peat, you like that? Peat. Peat, a lot peaty. All right. Um, I did want to tell you, you know we have to end the show on time, uh, because we're actually taping a, a special that you guys are going to hear in a few months. Uh, fabulous special we're working on um, Howard Stern show A to Z A to Z and I'm not going to give you many details but uh, this is very very involved you guys are going to love it I think you know we're always making plans for stuff that you love um, yes Garrett you're on the air what's up in uh, California Howard Stern A to Z uh, we, we're, we're in the middle of taping it it's epic it's like making a movie. Don't ask. <laughs> but if you're a fan, I think you're going to enjoy it. We always want to please you. Yeah, Garrett, go ahead in California. Hey, what's going on, Howard? Hey, now. You there? I'm here. Hello? I'm here, but hey I'm now. losing my patience. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Big time, long time, all that, all that shit. I, I just want to start off in uh, saying that ass napkin Ed bit. With uh, Chris Wiling was fucking brilliant, man. I laughed my ass off. It was so crazy funny. So mad props to Chris. And All every right. time that guy's on your show, every time he's on your show, he's just—he's absolutely brilliant. Like I mean, like the, the guy Chris is, is uh, Chris is wonderful. He's brilliant. But you know, I'm glad you brought up Ass Napkin Ed Garrett. Um, uh, What's going on fact, with that snapkin? Well, I'll tell you. Thank you, Garrett. Tune into uh, what I'm about to say because I think you'll find this fascinating, Garrett. That's Garrett. He, he's a big fan of Chris and Ass Napkin Ed and Ass Napkin Chris. Um, trying to get over the word Petey when Garrett used it. <laughs> it, it, it threw me. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Petey. Uh, I love Gary. I'm going to get him a nice bottle of scotch. That's what I've decided. There you and, go. Uh, and that's right, Robin. I, you know, Ask Napkin Ed is, you know, so what we do on a regular basis, because we love you, the audience, and we're committed to this show because we're fantastic professionals. Um, we check Cameo. Cameo, for those of you who don't know, is this fucking crazy thing that's developed on the Internet where celebrities sell themselves to make birthday messages and anniversary messages for you. Do you know it has gotten bigger and bigger since the pandemic? Because of mine. real stars started going on Cameo. Well, a friend of mine who was a pretty big star said to me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this Cameo, I mean, it's embarrassing, but it, start, it, it looks like it might be turning into real business. I said, you can't do it. Don't do it. I mean, charging your fans for birthday messages, it's just unheard of. You I mean... If you believe in your career, there's got to be a better way to make money than to charge your fans for birthday messages. But all right, listen, uh, I think it's absurd. But you know what else it's brought out? Also, like people who like Ask Napkin Ed, because uh, he just mentioned that Ask Napkin Ed has a cameo now. Yeah. And he he charges like um, 
19 bucks. Oh, wow. And yeah, well, okay, it's a realistic price. <laughs> but, but that's like figure, so realistic. I'm shocked that it's asked Napkin Ed doing it. Yeah, I know. And, and, and I was like, what the hell? I'm list- I, I have to say, the guy is endlessly fascinating because <laughs> I went on and watched his cameo. First of all, he has. He is so, I forget how disturbing looking he is. Thing, he, he does this thing with his eyes where he starts to like, his eyes start to bug out of his head. I, I, but I got to play his message. It is the all time. This is definitely worth 19 bucks, I have to say. I don't know one fucking word he said. He must have been hammered into the wind. This is the greatest thing you're ever going to hear. Um, and, you know, I figured he's white hot on the show right now with Chris Wilding yeah. doing Ass Napkin Chris and the whole thing. And 19 bucks. I was like, All right, 19 bucks. Uh, well, here's what you get. This is the greatest. And this is this is just the greatest. Hello, How you say? I hope you're doing okay. I know that bio M is a lot of work. Dr. G. Okay. Keep your- it seems that on Cameo with these things, people give you lists of things they want you to say. So this is Ed struggling through. He can't they- even get the name out. And it's weird. When you go on Cameo, they even have to categorize what the message is. Because you can't tell, like, is this a birthday message? What yeah. This was, the category was pep talk. Like a Tony Robbins pep talk. This is a- <laughs> This is a, someone hired Ed to give a tep. So the, you're listening to a pep talk of some guy. Because you know you want to go out and do something great after you hear oh this. Oh, my goodness. And your toes. Um, also, damn, those. The and you know what else is weird? Like, I'm looking at the website. And I'm like, there's even like, like, you could buy a message from Mandy Moore on the same website. Right. You can get Ass Napkin Ed. And it's like, what this a juxtaposition. What I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised Mandy Moore's doing it. I mean, Howard, you would be amazed at the list of people now who are on Cameo. I don't think it's good for their career. I think they should really think that. I think charging your fans for birthday messages is a mistake. Somehow the Cameo people have positioned this so mm-hmm. that this is like the this is like the the conventions where you go and get an autograph now it's an audio autograph and that's maybe, what you're doing maybe some people give it to charity the money maybe that's what's going on i don't know that they're doing that. <laughs> let's get back to ed and his pep talk okay. however you say uh, i'm not uh, pepped up yet he, um i went to party with him and he, uh this is mad Kovac. I mean, it's by Matt. It's from Matt for after <laughs> And um, we get a party sometime along with Dan Bills. Um, so, what we, we want you to do is stay. It gives you your money's worth, though. This thing goes on. I, this thing is going to go on and on. I mean, this is not worth $19, Howard. He hasn't said a complete word yet. Yeah, but isn't that what you want from Ass Napkin Ed? I mean, be strong. Um, I think it is worth $19. And, uh, what the fuck? Oh. I like it. And remember, when I'm in Cleveland, I only use Halo for my health. 
If you know what I mean. A baba booey to you. Yeah, that I got. All right. So remember, let's get together and party. That's from Matt for AFIF. I'm not sure how you say it. Something like that. (laughs) Okay. Like when he finishes. Message when your name is massacred. (laughs) Does he? Does he finish and go? I nailed that. I mean, these people are gonna love it. I can't wait to hit the send button. I don't know if it's from Matt to Matt or he's Matt. I don't know who he's. Is he saying Matt wants to get together and party, or does Ask Napkin Ed want to get together and party? I don't know what's happening here. But you're missing the visual of his eyeballs popping out of his head. It is <laughs> fucking wild. Like when he's trying to see the screen and he's trying to read what's on it and his eyes are like like just bugging out of his head. And Wow. I thought he was going to like bend over and like show you his asshole and see worms crawling out of it. I'd pay $500. Well, then 25 25 <laughs> How dare you? Those are trained ass worms. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh, by the way, you know who else is on Cameo? And I'll give him a plug because you know I love the guy, Will the Farter. Who oh, was, he is. Uh, he's still going at it. I know he had some ass problems. He was even yeah, thinking wasn't of having... he supposed to not be able to do that anymore? He was thinking of having surgery, but he got scared. He doesn't want to lose his farting ability. But uh, his visual is great because you go on there and Will the Farter is laying on a bed because, you know, he has to be in a certain position to fart and it's just disturbing. And it, <laughs> but, but he does blast off. He's still got it. The guy, you know, he's getting older, but he's still got the fucking Well, juice. what does he charge for that? Um, Will the Farter, what did he charge? Did I write it down? You know, I'm, I, I'm remiss. I... Can someone go on there real quick and just check what Will's getting for these? But yeah, listen to his wonder. message. Hey, what's up, Ben? A.K.A. Deborn. So I hear you're turning 40 on the 12th. Oh, it's 50 bucks. A fair price for his yeah. ability. Yes, he he's works hard talent. and he's risking his life. <laughs> he is at this point, supposedly. He's not supposed to be doing it. The doctor told him to knock it off. When he was born... This is crazy. This is such an origin story. It's like a superhero. When Will was born, and I've told this on the air before, and it's true, he had to have asshole surgery because he was born without an asshole. They had he to create one for him. He did not have an asshole. That's right. And so, so he has this special ability that he can just fart really super loud, and it actually has gotten him pretty far in life. He makes money off of it, and 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 he's really he's supposed to get some kind of ass surgery because his whole rectum can drop out or something. And he won't do it because he's just like, what if they fuck up and ruin my my farting? That's right. Yeah, he doesn't want to lose this ability. Anyway, so picture the visual. Will's laying on this bed in that position that you've seen him in a million times. And it's just very intimate. Here here it is. I also hear that your son loves farts and that your daughter, Daisy, will grow up to love him as well. So let me hurry up and uh, see what I have in store for you for your birthday. Give me a second. (laughs) You know, I'm listening to this thing. I go, the guy really is risking his life. Like, he could bleed out. Because he has blood coming out of his ass when he does this sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'm like, 50 bucks? I think the guy's underselling himself. Like, I actually, (laughs) like, was kind of, like, feeling bad. I think they should reach the level of, like, NFL players and stuff. Right. You know, because he is risking his life. 
And farts are just funny. And a fart, especially his, because it always sounds like he's on the verge of shitting his pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always wet at the end. It's always like... And, <laughs> and that could happen, too. Because <laughs> yeah. it has even oh, yeah. here. He shit in our studio once. <laughs> we didn't leave because of the pandemic. It was that. And now I'm telling the truth. <laughs> but a fart really is worth a thousand words. It's so great. Listen to the rest. Ah, here we go. Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear. <laughs> Happy birthday to... Oh. <laughs> I think there's construction going on. <laughs> Hope you enjoy that, man. Take care, stay safe. I did. And this was from Sam and Karen. Love that guy. Look, yeah, I'm saying that that's at least worth $19, but I don't think ass napkin eds is worth anything. Well, this was uh, $50, and I still think it's worth more. There's a bunch of different ones in here. I, let me see if I want to play these for you. If you're interested. Um, I was surprised. I thought Chris Tucker is super successful. He has it. He Chris Tucker a, is wealthy, as far as I know. He's on there. He charges a thousand bucks, and he and and by the way, his message was sixteen seconds. I clocked it, and I was <laughs> like, "Dude, for a thousand bucks, really?" Hey, listen to this, Tony. What's up? This is Chris Tucker here. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Happy birthday, your husband Anthony wanted me to wish you a happy birthday. I wish you many, many more. God bless you. This is your year, 2001. God bless you. Mm, God bless you. All right. Dennis Rodman's on there. What do you think he charges? Uh, maybe he's in the ass napkin ad range. <laughs> oh, stop it. What do you, come on. What do you think uh, your boyfriend, okay, Dennis maybe Rodman? Maybe he charges does? $50. $750. But what? I tell you, I, I watched this like three times. I didn't know what the fuck he was. I couldn't. You know, he's like asking I'm gonna. I didn't know what Dennis was talking about. Honestly, I Let think at one that. point. Listen to this carefully. I think I've listened to it a couple of times. I think at one point he starts saying how much he loves Vladimir Putin. I know he's into Kim Jong Un. <laughs> Vladimir but, Putin is now one of his guys. Yeah, I think he's making this message for some Russian guy. And he goes, "I love Vladimir Putin." I'm like, what the. Somebody hit Dennis in the head. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, Victor? D Rod here. Guess what, man? Love his style, baby. Love his beautiful. Yeah, he calls himself D Rod now. Oh, right. D Rod. Okay. D Rod. And uh, he, he does, he puts a lot of energy into it. I appreciate that for 750 bucks. What's going on, man? I heard you're Russian, right? You know, I got to me a song. Is that Russian? No, it's not Russian, right? It's kind of Japanese, right? Oh, my God. Hey, man, I know you're Russian, right? Guess what, man? You're turning what? 30? Ah, oh, man. At 30, I was doing one thing. I was in Detroit making money, loving style. Are you making money, brother? No, you're not today. You probably are because all you got is still money. Love ideals. But anyway, tell Putin, love him. But anyway, love his style. Happy 30th birthday, man. Hope you're doing well. Your family and your kids, whatever you got, love and style. Dion, thank you, brother. Shout out, brother. But either See, way, Victor, I don't know what he's talking about. Happy I think he said he birthday. loves Putin. 
<laughs> he loved his style. I he, think. I don't know. I know he said say hello to Putin like this Russian guy in the United States is in touch with Putin. And Putin <laughs> executes anyone who runs for president. I mean, good Lord, puts journalists to death. Hey, I love your style. But I, th- I, I don't want to say for sure he said that because I don't know. But no, isn't it I'm amazing? I'm not sure. There was a lot. Every time he went, went up, went, I don't know what he was talking about then. But that's why I love Dennis, because he grew up in America, and I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> it's like J.D. J.D. sounds like Walter Cronkite next to it, Dennis. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and, you know, when you think about the history of our country, this is our top North Korean negotiator. We need him in prime form. I know. Form. He's the diplomat to the, yeah. the country of North Korea. I like he starts saying uh, domo regato for Russian. It was, it's pretty cool. So anyway, he's seven hundred fifty bucks, but this guy I found is the best. Who do you have? You ever heard of the? You were into wrestling for a while. Have you ever heard of the Great Kali? The Great I Kali. I do recall that slightly. Oh, uh, he's a former slightly WWE wrestler. He's been in a few movies. Uh, it, it usually doesn't get a lot of lines. And and after watching his cameo, I didn't know who he was, but I could see why they didn't give him a lot of lines. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't, I, I honest to God, see if you could do this. I can't tell who the cameo is for. Uh huh. I don't know what it's about, but this costs someone a hundred bucks. All right. And I don't know, I don't know if this is motivational. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Hello, Robo. What's up, brothers? This is Dark Great Khali. You know, how's it been? Match. Just think positive, do positive, be strong. Look like the great Kali. When you go out in the ring. That's how I know wrestling's real, because I think he's got a good This guy got messed up, you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people go, oh, wrestling's fake. Fuck you. Listen to this guy. Come on. There's nothing fake about what's going on here. <laughs> Hit hard punch. State of it is, is known. So then you can be in match. Cool. So, Robo, thank you, brother. Thanks for supporting me. And Sasriya Khan. So. <laughs> What's he talking about? I don't know. Do you know any of this? I mean, do you get any of it? No. I hear punch yeah. and be strong, but the rest is garbled. By Cookie Monster, who is a slow adult. <laughs> you know what we got to do? We got to get him and Asian Pete into a conversation, record it, oh and run goodness. it as a special on our channel. It's like, <laughs> it would be a great spec. Like you tune in, you don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> People be like, what kind of channel is it? Stern's out there, so avant-garde. I'm like Picasso. Like a, I've gone completely off the wall now, just an impressionist. An you don't know what anyone Picasso, yeah. yes. Audio Picasso. Like he used to talk and make sense. Now the whole channel's just <laughs> It is statement on media. <laughs> I always thought Andre the Giant was pretty hard to understand, but this guy, he's 
He's the champ, the great Kali. So just be strong. And maybe we fly the Ajratko. I'm coming to USA. Or Milteha, Bonjaldi. Or if time is going to be Florida. Florida, I heard. All right, brother, take care. You cool. You are the man. You are the man. Okay. How'd that come out so clear? I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. You know what else I found on there? That guy who used to play Hercules a thousand years ago on TV, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin he, Sorbo. Yeah, he's another one. He, he's like, um, he's turned into like this hardcore Trump guy. Yeah, he's a conservative religious guy. Yeah, yeah, and he makes Christian films. He charges eighty bucks, and he's eighty. He, I think, yeah, eighty bucks. I mean, he's fucking Hercules a thousand years ago. But then, he, like, he tries to be like like a regular guy, and then all of a sudden, somewhere near the end of this thing, he starts. I think he's against masks. Like wearing a mask. He's really? Those, He's using I don't cameo know. to proselytize against masks. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. But I guess if you want a Kevin Sorbo Hercules message, I mean, I don't know what the demand is there. But if you want it, I guess you'd be into an anti-mask. But then he says he's for masks. But, well, you listen. I hope you're all able to get together for Mother's Day. I hope you're able to. Get together, man. Make some margaritas and tacos and hang out. Yeah, and yeah just we'll have- all relax while you make your film. Get have together, time, play man. Play some games. Get outside. Come on, walk man. Around, I'm a regular get some guy. Sun, bike ride, whatever. We got to stay busy. We can't let things go crazy. We can't let the. I don't like what's happened to the world as last year. Don't let the anger and the hate and the divisiveness and the just the evil let us control us. Fear is an amazing weapon. Don't let fear control you. All right. You got to stay busy. You got to stay friendly. I'm not anti-mask. I'm just pro-face. I want to see faces. I'm tired of the masks. They say, look at the science. I know plenty of doctors. Okay, I'm not going to get into it. They say, look at the science. I know plenty of doctors. I'm not going to get into it. I'm I'm anti-face. I want to see you in a mask, (laughs) Hercules. If you take advice about what to do for your health from Hercules, God bless you. I just wanted you to say happy birthday to my mom. I didn't want to hear about your philosophy. You were fucking Hercules on TV. And look at all the things he wants you to be involved in. Biking, walking, running. Uh, Have you ever heard of reading a book? (laughs) By the way, if I'm paying you 80 bucks, do I want a commercial at the end of um, of my cameo? No. He starts plugging. He's doing plugs like he's on the Johnny Carson show. Like he's, he's on the Tonight Show. Starts doing plugs. It's not enough. I'm paying you for this message. You put a commercial in it? Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Watch my movie, Let There Be Light, streaming on Amazon. Let There Be Light on Amazon. Yeah, I'll get right I, on I that. a movie in theaters right now. Right now in theaters. It's called The Girl Who Believes in Miracles with Mira Sorvino mm. and Peter Coyote and yours truly. All right. Kevin Sorbo. God bless you. Go to kevinsorbo.net. There you go. You can go, I got my books there, I got uh, DVDs, I got scripts. Wow. You got to catch up on my movies. Go to kevinsorbo.net and go to sorbofamilyfilmstudios.com. I do a lot of family movies, all right? Anyway, go to sorbofamilyfilmstudios.com. Sorbofamilyfilmstudios.com. Leave us some information. We'll keep you in touch with yeah. this coming up. I mean, and um, kevinsorbo.net is a great place to go to pick yeah, up okay. some books, yeah, I'll get right DVDs, on whatever. Kevinsorbo.net. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about reading his books. Yeah, he's got a book. 
Uh, uh, let's see, you porn or KevinSorbo.net? Hmm, <laughs> tough choice. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Uh, I want to see people fucking. I'm not anti-mask, I'm pro-face. Yes, that's brilliant. I wish I had that's thought so of that. so profound. So pro-face. <laughs> Take a look at my face, genius. Tell me if you're pro-face. <laughs> oh, Robin, uh, Greg Khali is on the phone. He has a message for you oh. that he's recording right now as we speak. Let's hear. Robin, Greg I want you to stay positive. I want you to be happy and you Greg Kali, are you a fan of... I about your vag. Did you say Robin? I think so. Are you coming on to Robin? Or did you say something about her vag? I would. I want your three vag. I decided by cock. By cock. I heard cock. And the vag of He's going to put his cock yeah. in your garage. I did. Right. <laughs> Good for you, Robin. I hope you're inspired. All right. Thank you. A man your age should be more adult about talking about sex. King of Blacks, go ahead. Go quickly. I have to go cut the very big special that's coming out. Howard Stern, A to Z. I'll say no more, but I must go. But I'll give you the last word quickly. Thank you, Gab. Man, I just want to say, man, cameo has been good to me. Can you You're hear me? You're on Cameo? Hello. Oh, God. Here yes. Go. I've been on, I was on Cameo for about a year. I made 18000 Wow. Why would you stop Can being you on me? Cameo? What's <laughs> with this guy? Yeah, why'd you give you, it up? I didn't you stop. Made... I'm, Can you I'm hear on me? Cameo. Can you hear me? I didn't. Yes. Can you I hear never, me? Yes, Hello? I can hear you. I never can stopped being on camera. Yes, can you I hear me you. right now? Stop, stop. Get out of here. Get off my phone. <laughs> I mean, my God. Can you hear me? That's what King of all blacks. should be. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? How's my phone sound today? King of all blacks, $45 on Cameo. Oh. There you go. He made. He claims he made eighteen thousand dollars. I I wanted the answer. Why would you stop doing it if, if you made eighteen? It 18- was good to you, but he says he hasn't stopped. Oh, okay. So what he's I, I tuned. Yeah, out. it oh. sounded like he had stopped, but he says he has amazing. not. He has an amazing ability with me. I, I actually tuned out of my own show. I was listening to another <laughs> show in my head while he was Look, talking. Sarah Jessica Parker's on cameo. Really? Well, I'll have to listen in on her messages for God's sakes. Uh, okay, gang. Uh, here we go. Uh, next Tuesday, Michael Che will join us. Michael Che, of course, oh. Saturday Night Live. I will find out what's going on with Michael. I think he put out a book, maybe, or something. I, yeah. We'll have but, to uh, find out. Or maybe he's just saying hi, but uh, we'll find out. All right. He's got a special, well, Howard. He's got a special. Ah, Michael Che special. Good. I'll check that out.
Um, we'll be, uh, we'll see you, uh, next time. Uh, goodbye.